to What Are You Doing Movie Archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down in Front, our movie this week is Jurassic Park. Wee! Yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's go ahead and start the movie, so pop it in, whatever you have. DVD, VHS, file, we don't care. Pop it in, press play, press pause when the Universal logo fades to black, the first frame you perceive of all black. Best guess, press pause, and in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause, I'll press play, you'll press play. And we'll watch the movie together in perfect sync, and it will be like any other commentary. Except, of course, in this case, it won't be the director. It'll be friends in your head. And who are those friends this week? They are Mr. Brian William Finifter. Hello. Mr. Dorkman Michael Scott. Sort of. Is that... Is that <laughs> is Dorkman Michael, Michael Scott? Name? Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Amazing Stokes Trey. Woo! Hello! So how do you guys feel? Have you seen this movie? Uh, it's got dinosaurs. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the greats. Brian, how do you greats. feel about the Alongside movie? Alongside Carnosaur, the, the cinematic yeah. adventure <laughs> that is. Of, it's got the poor man's Carnosaur. Carnosaur. Yeah. episode of Sliders. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you feel about it? It's one of the greats. I think it's one of Spielberg's best works. Yep. It's a uh, it's a classic. I mean, I, I know there are a lot of people in the movie industry who uh, of a certain generation who are like, Star Wars got me into this. And uh, then the next generation is pretty much... Jurassic Park got me into this, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I hear a lot of that. This isn't actually the one... I love this movie, but this isn't actually the one that made it happen for me. Sure. But, um, but I hear it a lot in the, uh, the people that I know. Trey? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all right. I, I, I recognize this movie as being a milestone in its way. It's not my favorite Spielberg movie by a long shot. Um, and, and, and part of that may be because I kind of missed the hype. I was actually out of the country when this movie came out. So um, What? Yeah, I was in Korea when this movie came out. Um, oh, and, uh, well, that and, explains and, everything. So I heard that this, you know, Spielberg had done this big movie back in the States and, and was a big hit. But, uh, you know, I was, I, was, I was doing things in Let Korea guess, at the time. It's another wistful film with visual storytelling. Yeah, so, yeah it's, is, is, it, is it sentimental? at all um so so i caught up with it much later in fact i, I don't think i saw it in a theater ever I, just, I finally caught up with it on dvd it's it's wonderfully well made and uh, obviously it, it changed uh, a great deal about the movie industry's attitude toward computer graphics it was the movie that finally made the movie industry go oh that's what computer graphics can do um mm-hmm. whether that's whether that's good or bad we can you know debate what's happened since then but it, it it's a well-made movie there's no doubt it's a well-made movie and it's all right I, this movie is one of those things where, I mean, I was, this is 93, so I was a baby when this movie came out. In fact, I hadn't been born yet. Uh, and when I was born and finally saw it, uh, you know, in 1999 or whenever, when I was two or three years old, I was able to be terrified <laughs> to the point of not wanting to see it again for years and years. And when I finally wow. got to the, this movie, when it first came out, scared the crap out of me. The opening is scary. And rightly the so. Opening. The opening. It was the opening. Scary, it was definitely. entirely the opening. In fact, I have these vivid remember, uh, memories of like running around my living room while my dad was watching it, hiding under things. <laughs> Just anything I could find. Like I moved the sofa and hid. By- I didn't understand that there's whole other rooms in a house that you can just go into. I did that with. Um, yeah. I, I used to do that so wait, with. You're like, like our cat when people come over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just. Yeah, you could leave I, the room. If I you're can't. That un- no, I can't understand that because I when like my parents would watch like scary movies like werewolf movies or something. I just dive behind the couch. Yeah. I wouldn't leave the room. Yeah. I just dive behind and go. Turn you're, it off. You're safe. You know. <laughs> then you're safe. <laughs> exactly. Mommy, why are you hurting my mind? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, this movie, I, I, I grew into love it. It's one of those movies where if you grow up with it, even if it scares you when you start. It, you know every beat. You know every. It's the it's the sort of movie where it becomes like like a couple other franchises have, and this movie isn't really even a franchise movie. Like the sequels, no one gives a shit about. <laughs> People make fun of the Matrix sequels. People don't even talk about the Jurassic Park sequels that often. Right. But it's become a canvas for other humor, like uh, Indiana Jones or Star Wars has, where various things you can do with Jurassic Park, like sub 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 references, are still funny. Like people always make fun of how uh, Wayne Knight goes. Ee! 
when he gets the Barbasol can open. You know, he just makes that weird squealy Velociraptor sound, shit like that. Where really, you you know, it's yeah, yes. Oh, some oh, people. Yes. I hear I hear clever girl a lot. Clever, clever, clever girl. That one. Clever girl is his good one. Yeah. No. Brian's with me on that. I'm with you on. I don't know what you just. That's because you two talk about it. Yeah. Fifty percent of the population of this table make statistically. Yeah. Two out of four people in this room really, really roundabout references to Jurassic Park, and it works for us. So anyway, this movie is definitely one of my very favorites not only in terms of the film itself and all the actors inside of it oh jeff goldblum i love you but also the score john williams doing his what i think is the best score he ever did now not the best in individual themes but when you listen to the entire the piece that is the jurassic mm. park fanfare and everything about it and all the other little sub themes and all the motifs that are here and there and everywhere the jurassic park soundtrack is just ins- it's stupid it's just like good god i can't believe i remember all 10 of these melodies it's mm. not stupid i think it's quite good actually Okay, let's go ahead and press play. Let's, let's go ahead and not listen to that, shall we? Get your remote and mouse and uh, finger ready. In fact, your finger is probably the only thing you need in any situation. Put it on the button, and here we go. Three, two, one, unpause. Starting right off with the Tarzan font. Yeah, this Tarzan yep. font. And uh, I didn't know this until recently, but I guess Sandy Collar designed the, uh, the the logo of Jurassic Park and also the lettering. Sandy Collar, who made Batman Dead End and World's Finest. And nice. He's working on a feature called Hunter Prey, so that's kind of weird. Yeah. It's like, so what do you do? Uh, this, that, and the other. They also designed the Jurassic Park logo. Oh, okay. That's cool. Works for me. <laughs> graphic design is graphic design. Michael Crichton's had a bunch of movies uh, there, built after his books, and I think this is there's, far there's, and away the most There's virtually ever. no book that Michael Crichton wrote that didn't become a movie right. or a television show. Because a book he wrote about being a medical intern became a television show called ER. Oh, so, yeah. you know, he, there, there's literally nothing he ever wrote hasn't become a movie. Well, Prey, his, his yeah, except, for, except for Airframe is the one thing. That was well, yeah, about what are they going to do? Show that on a movie? Talked about being a movie, but uh, but uh, didn't work out so far. Yeah, but, you know, that's one of those things where once they make it, they'll show it on, on air flights for like the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like exactly. an airplane. <laughs> yep. I actually um, I read Jurassic Park the book before so did, before so this I. movie came out, but but I was like ten, so I, yeah. I, I read the book and I'm like I got this the gist of the story, but there's so much because in this you know we get to Mr. DNA and stuff and they do a quick little thing about the DNA. They went into it in the book and and the chaos theory thing they went into it and yeah. I kind of just you know I I. I tuned out i checked out for like 20 pages at a time in the book but but i read it again recently and i was like that's oh that's the most interesting part i totally get this now and it is one of the most interesting there's parts two, of the there's book. two things about that one the experience of reading um jurassic park or the lost world for me now has not become let's read these books again it's been just flip through until i get to a long monologue on ian malcolm's part okay here we go three pages worth of cool sign that's you know whenever i pick one of those books up what i do then is just start looking for the paragraphs that are big mm-hmm. and i'm like that's ian malcolm talking about fucking chaos theory again let's talk about some iterations here ian and the other thing is that i was talking to brian the other day about how if you have a really cool idea for something that's sort of sciencey but it's clearly bullshit and you know it's bullshit from the you know, it's fucked from jump street in terms of like a theory works mm-hmm. then you write a book for, about for it. example Just write a book does the uh, the raptor apparently glows by the way yeah exactly it's, it's one of those giving off bioluminescent raptors they put some really <laughs> wrong dna into this one <laughs> Now this, of course, is you know, this is a great as much as, as much as as much as you know we say oh it's this groundbreaking computer graphics and you'll believe dinosaurs are real this entire sequence we don't see a dinosaur do yeah, we except yeah. for that little bit but for yeah a, a little you know some, this is a ver- the very Jaws sequence a, sta- you don't see a Stan it. Winston puppeteer waving a piece of rubber yeah. briefly in second unit but otherwise there's this, no dinosaur in this similar scene. to what we uh, talked about in the mist like the really freak out bit because he's struggling there and then whoop yeopsie yeah. <laughs> yeah 
you know, that's, this is a very is, disturbing thing. And again, the why the raptor why is, is flashing. Someone's taking its picture. No, got the, uh, <laughs> apparently. The thing. Oh, now they do. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're doing. They're yeah. tasering. Uh, yeah. Eyeball. Uh, the sticks. There we go. Oh yeah, close up second unit shot of a of a Winston. A very, a very Raiders way to start a movie. Of yep. Get this big unexplained action. Very sequence. much, and and for the same reason because yeah. because they're about to talk about archaeology, which the kids you know are going to be thrilled by. But um, but but the great part is then they put in a bunch of kids who are thrilled by it exactly. to convince well, and, the kids watching that they're good. thrilled by. You know, it's like archaeology is actually pretty awesome. It is. It's actually pretty cool. You know, it's like between Indiana Jones and this, I mean, let's hope that some people grow up to be archaeologists. Do you ever have one of those things where your brain just does it wrong? Because for years, I had not not a memory of or like a kind of a hazy memory of. I had a distinct visual memory of him on that paddle and that little raft being dragged across the water Uh wearing little work shorts. (laughs) <laughs> yes. No. For years, no. I, yeah. and, and I would have, I would have swore, I would have bet my life that he was wearing shorts in yep. that scene. No, nope. your brain lies to you. Yeah. Clearly, what's going on here is we're you know visually right from the get go. We're saying this. We're saying all the time. We're saying this guy. Well, this guy doesn't belong. About. Is what the visual message is. This guy is not in the right place. Right. He does not belong in this group. And maybe even overstating it a little bit visually. Yeah. Yes, we get it. He's a he's a dweeb from the outside. Yeah, he's, he doesn't know how to walk. He's here to screw things up. We understand. Let's move on. He's on flat ground right now. Yeah, Why exactly. Is he, walking he still ground? can't handle it with his city shoes. <laughs> I'm always amazed at how efficient of a storyteller Spielberg is visually. Just like how great. few shots he can cover a scene and get everything. Yeah, he's a step. Like that whole thing was three shots. Yeah, and this whole sequence in here is going to be two or three shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just going to. It's going to start as the establishing, and they're going to walk in, and they're going to be there through their movement. They're going to become the the subjects, and they'll eventually walk into a close up. And I think it yeah. it cuts. There we go. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's. But I mean, that's what, we like, talked about that in Jaws. Yeah. He's yeah, like, you know who's really, a good director? Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we needed to comment on this, you guys. Yeah. Well, when people say Spielberg know. is a great well, director, it's important to say that's it's valid to say why we say that. Yeah, and exactly. This is, and this is you know yeah. I mean, literally, we're like six shots into the movie, and we've already established a great deal. Right. I I I actually just saw a thing on either the Discovery Channel or the History Channel. I can't tell anymore which is which, to be honest, because like the Discovery Channel is mostly the things blow up channel and the History Channel is like the <laughs> and Bigfoot chasing, channel and, and stuff. chasing ghosts. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, I saw a thing on dinosaurs where they were talking about people still trying to figure out this DNA thing. And like we, since this movie, we've found like an almost complete mammoth that uh-huh. they're yeah, thinking yeah, yeah. they might be able to clone and stuff like that. And they were talking about the dinosaur thing. And they talked specifically about that Bugs and Amber thing. Yeah, like uh, it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> they, they tried it. The DNA they, they is deteriorated. The, yeah, they did the best they could with it, but they're like, it's not going to happen. So we, we tried need to that in else. the forties, and we got Rene Russo. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, imagine, imagine that lab. We're like, okay, this is what we're. Imagine that lab where they're trying to explain to some outsider, and like, okay, well, this is what we're trying to do with you know the amber and the mosquito. And, you know, well. Did you ever see Jurassic Park? Exactly. That's, that's what we're doing here. Yeah, we're doing that. Let in me office space. It's like Superman three. Let me bring up. Mr. DNA on YouTube, and yeah, <laughs> we'll yeah. be able to explain yeah. it. But um, but they they did a, an interesting development. They found that um, in dinosaur skeletons and dinosaur fossils, there is still some surviving soft tissue, like marrow, and some, stuff? like oh, no, bone no. marrow and stuff. Like like it's it's petrified essentially in a way, but you can get it back into soft tissue form. Was was my understanding? Like I was kind of half watching it or whatever, but because um, I. 
It was only a fascinating journey into the workings of <laughs> life and the universe. And yeah, everything. hold on. Well, blow, they sh- blow, they blow showed that up. about 20 times on the channel. I figured I'd pick it up again before mm-hmm. getting yeah. around to Jurassic Park. But, but yeah, the, the new thing is they're looking at um, – they, they don't figure they're ever going to get a complete DNA strand, unlike in Jurassic Park. But, um, uh, yeah, now it's you, – you can reconstruct – like the cleaning process, they found it by accident. They were trying to clean a bone, and they found that these pieces had gone soft again. And they're like, holy oh, shit. Wow. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a minute. It's, we, I mean, that's, you we know, could destroy the world. Yeah, that was uh, – and that was Jack Horner, who is the, the – uh, Paleontologist who yeah, advised on yeah. this, Horner, and Horner was Ooh, one of the Sam Neill's character. Yeah, yeah, yes. and Horner was one of the early. They're, they're just saying it flat out here. Horner was one of the first ones to come up with the crazy theory that dinosaurs evolved into birds, uh-huh. which took quite a while to be accepted. Which um, was just you know, gaining some traction when this movie. It was, yeah, it was, it was just out, starting was to yeah get a, get a get a bit of a, a, a bandwagon going where people were like, well, it does sure look like that. There's an awful uh-huh. lot of evidence that seems to suggest it. But it was just one of those ideas that was just so outlandish that it was just resisted for quite some time in the in the mainstream archaeological community. As, like, as the joke goes, it's like you know the argument against science is like, well, science doesn't know anything, doesn't know everything. It's like yes, because if it did, it would stop. Exactly, um, I love yeah. that one. <laughs> we're, constant, we're constantly learning about science. And adding to our knowledge. And by the and way, dinosaur, b- dinosaur become birds is like a decade old as far as a mainstream theory. There is so much information being thrown at us in this mm. monologue here. And and you don't even notice it because he's just setting the stage to frighten this kid. But yeah. later on, he's uh, already frightened. Yeah. yeah. How about destroy the yeah. brain of? Yeah. He's, he's already he's already set up. Uh, the T-Rex can't see you if you don't move. The Velociraptors hunt in packs and they'll come at you from the side. And like this is how they, they kill their prey, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like mm. this is – and this is David Kep, who's, who's – uh, Latter works include Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Who's written mm. some turkeys since. But, um, <laughs> but I mean he's obviously a capable writer because he managed you – know, he, he managed to condense a lot of Look information. Yeah. The eyeballs are disconnected from the I'm brain ruined. and he's retarded now. Yeah. Like, Ah! And it's, yeah, he's it's, it's just lost. He's just disconnected from reality. I now. mean, he did this, he did Mr. DNA. I'm like, I'm really impressed and I don't know yeah. what happened. It's, <laughs> it's, it is. It's, it's a very tricky thing. It's, it's, and it's noble that uh, Jurassic Park does, and a lot of movies don't, you know, is pretty good at depicting the real way science gets done. I mean, yeah. this, this is actually pretty valid archaeological process that they're showing here and a lot of movies get that wrong because they don't give a damn so good they for- don't they don't ask yeah you know these yeah. guys went to jack horner and they're like how would you how do, do you, this? you know, what do you what is it about as opposed to people who are like uh the, the core of the earth is hot right yeah so we can melt it and explode it with yeah. bombs and whatever else that sounds good that's great let's make a movie It'll, it spins too uh, yeah well, we'll, well fine we'll bomb it with a nuke yeah. and another movie, a movie another movie and i'm I'll, it's a movie that i'll defend and i guess we'll get to it one of these days if if you guys can suppress your gag reflex but uh, another reason that yeah Yes, Titanic is a well-constructed movie. Is it does exactly the same thing? Titanic. Does, I love Titanic. Titanic does down. that really brilliant thing in the beginning, where they show you that computer graphic imagery of the entire process of sinking. So when you're actually experiencing the process of sinking, they don't have to explain a damn thing. You know everything that's going on. It's all been set up, and now you're just watching the human story of living through it. Um, that's that's good movie construction. Yeah, I love this guy. By the way, I He's- love the art of casting from a book character. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I think that Sam Neill and Laura, Laura Dern and fucking Jeff Goldblum came in and just knocked it out of the park and they did serviceably great <laughs> roles. But they're not like – can you think of anyone that would play this role? Sam Neill. Yeah. No, it's not like that. But you get Richard Attenborough and it's just like, shit, that's perfect. 
And I love that he's like this Yoda character who's just he really completely, is. he's just doddering Empire, around. Empire Yoda. Yeah, he's Empire just Yoda. like, hey, you want, you want to go get high? He's just doddering around, pops the cork, shakes his finger when he's jabbing yeah. it in his chest. It's yes. like, I love him. Come to the island, you will. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I can't, I to this day, even though he barely resembles that character anymore to this day, I can never look at Richard Attenborough. I still always see Big X from The Great Escape. He's, that's just, to me, that's his mm. ultimate role is uh, The Great Escape. Sam Neill does all right. I like. I mean, I think he kind of. I don't know what happened to him. I, the last movie I saw that he was in he's was Bicentennial in, Man. Oh, he's in. Um, he was in the uh, the Dish. The Dish. The what? and What's the that? Dish. The Dish. Oh, the Dish it's is a gr- movie about. Um, it's about Brian the the Australian uh, the Australian uh, Dish that uh, received the moon transmission. Oh, of the, la- the, the walk on the moon. He's in. Um, all right. Um, he's in. A it's movie a great. It's a fun movie called Daybreakers. I think. It's coming out. It's not out yet. Um, he's in a movie called Daybreakers where the entire world is pr- – the majority of the world's population is vampires. And they're trying oh, nice. to figure out what to do because they're running out of human blood to, to do something with. So there's this, hmm. this story about trying to – there's, right, there's the one side of the vampires that's trying to save the humans. There's the other side that's just like, just harvest the shit out of them. You know, drill, baby, drill. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sarah Palin is a vampire. I like it. But, um, but he's, the, he's like the head corporate vampire. And what I love about Sam Neill actually is I, he's, he's one of those, those actors who comes across as like a, a serious actor. But at the same time, I've only seen him in genre pictures. I've only seen him in this and Event Horizon and now Daybreakers. And he brings this – he brings this – yeah, uh, Red October. It's true. Uh, he, he, he brings. So he's, this, so he's been off raising rabbits in Montana. That's where he's been. <laughs> he brings this, uh, a seriousness and a believability to any role because he just yeah. goes. One for of it, one of my know. favorite Sam Neill roles is Dead Calm. Has anyone seen that thing? Mm. Check it out. Um, it's it was it was Nicole Kidman's first sort of. Who is this Nicole Kidman? She's kind of cute. Um, she, it wasn't her first movie. She was acting even when she was a kid in Australia. But uh, it, it's her first sort of grown up movie. And uh, it's a three. It's there's there's three people in the entire movie. It's Sam Neill, Nicole Kidman, and Billy. Zane and it's uh, Sam Neill and Nicole Kidman are a couple sailing on their fancy yacht and they come across a schooner that's sinking and the only survivor is Billy Zane who comes aboard their ship and turns out to be a guy who killed everybody on the other schooner and he's a madman um, and the the plot is all about how Sam Neill ends up marooned on the sinking schooner while Billy Zane takes off with Nicole Kidman on, on his yacht um, half the movie is Sam Neill all by himself in this chamber of horrors that Billy Zane has left behind in this schooner that's sinking and things just get worse and worse and worse for him on board the schooner just trying to stay alive it's really a brilliantly suspenseful film done with a very minimal amount of stuff but what's dead it? calm that's called dead calm it's called um i'll check that out and and also nicole kidman gets all naked so you know feel free but um the it's in her contract yeah exactly when she was younger Yay, but what, there he is newman <laughs> but the newman. but the it's an interesting point about you know hollywood in general that this was the biggest movie of its time, I mean, this is pre-Titanic, was this not one of the biggest grossing movies? Yeah, I movies? think this was the biggest one. The biggest movie. Um, and the, st- and the, the, and the ostensible stars of it, Laura Dern and Sam oh, Neill, I love we this. can't think of anything they've done since of any great import. Laura We've got Dern. Dodson here. Yeah. That's, that's, that is one that, that yeah, comes yeah, up yeah, a lot. Dodson. Yeah. Dodson. Nedry. Yeah. Wayne Knight as Dennis Nedry is another one of those things where it's like Richard Attenborough and Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Good job. And I Casting love the director. Here's yeah, your 20 bucks. That was brilliant. Go. Yeah. And, I, and I love the fact that, like, just the lazy naming. He's like, oh, what? Just, he's kind of a nerdy guy. Hey, yeah. hey, just switch the two. Yeah. Nedry. There you yeah. go. That's a they're, name. They're really banking their, their espionage on this dweeb. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love, here it comes. Here it comes. Here we go. The bottom shoe's open. And he goes, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, no, to be cool. honest, half the time. 
Yay! Yeah. He makes I, this like insanely, yeah. insanely high pitched scream. This For a while, a- I thought it was the pressure releasing yes. from the yes. can. Yes. This character is a little bit over the top, I would say, mm-hmm. but you know. But he totally commits to it. God, that would be fucking disgusting. But it's it. it bite into your cherry pie, and it's like. I know it looks delicious, but yeah, you know, what the hell? Be really, really terrible. For the longest time, I was as a child, I was confused. I was like, "Well, okay, so is it shaving cream or is it whipped cream?" Or yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. know. Okay. Barbasol, the whipped cream. Yes, that's right. But the of course, Jurassic Park wouldn't work in two thousand and nine because you can't take that on a plane. So it's all over. Exactly. That's well, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole plan okay, falls apart. So there's a movie. It's you set up all of this in motion, but it happens to be just the day when they ban fluids. Uh huh. Uh, Liquids yeah. on a plane. Yeah. Shit. Oh, so you've got Nedry's yeah. That would have been Jurassic Park 2. The, air, the airport oh, sequence. Oh, Jurassic Park 2. This cost $40,000. You're going to have to lounge. shove it up your ass, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, there You're we just going to have to take Ouch. one for the team. I've got dinosaurs in my ass. <laughs> and there he is, Mr. Mr. Hotshot, Mr. mathematician. He's the coolest mathematician cool in mathematician. movie history. Because <laughs> how many times have we seen the cool mathematician stereotype, you know, with the shades and the leather jacket? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so tired. I mean, couldn't they come up with a better way to portray a mathematician in, in a movie? In Jurassic Park, he was a main character. In the he's Lost a chaotician, World, he's actually, though. He's essentially the narrator. He's the, the character you're following. Yes. Yep. And in Jurassic Park, the book, he dies. He dies. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. does, it, it, so, it, does, uh, so does Attenborough. It does. Yeah. And then yeah. at the end of and in the beginning of The Lost World, it starts off in yeah. Ian Malcolm's office two years later, and he's yeah. a limp. And it's like, what? It's like, yeah, that, that book yeah, is like... Yeah, some newspapers even said I was dead. JK. No, the book said you were dead. Yeah, well, I believe that, I believe yeah. even the late Michael Crichton admitted that even in the writing of the novel of Jurassic Park, he's like, I'm just going to write a, mo- a book that's ready to be a movie. Well, basically, right. as far and, as I understand And then they changed it significantly. And then when they changed it, he said, well, I'm going to write the next book, and it's still going to be the movie. So what the hell? He wrote the Lost World novel is clearly a sequel to the movie, Jurassic not to Park. the book. Yes, and, and they wrote it specifically to have an excuse to make a movie sequel of right. the Lost World, which seems a little silly because it. it yeah. se- that, I yeah. mean, it didn't stop him with. It's three. almost like he's doing a novelization of the sequel to his own novel. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But which hasn't been made yet. But yeah. for the movie Lost World, they still threw out the book entirely. Yeah, <laughs> or a large just, portion of it. I, I understand if you're going to... Yeah, ad- large parts of it. If you're going to adapt a movie from a book, you have to change things and throw things out. Fine, I understand that. But don't commission the guy to write the <laughs> book and then throw it all out. Yeah. What's the point? Oh, I bet that was this was a fun day right here. <laughs> yeah, just slamming him around on the gimbal. Yeah, really. I'm sure. I'm sure this is probably the tells, same gimbal that they built the. T-Rex it doesn't even look on like it's on, on a gimbal. Maybe it's on a very minor gimbal. But mm-hmm. they, they they seem to be doing much more of the Star Trek. Oh, we're being they, hit by photon torpedoes. They dropped them pretty hard. It looked like a couple times. Uh, no, I don't see they, when you see a real gimbal. You know, people are really shaking in tandem, clearly involuntarily. Mm-hmm. That's a very specific look uh-huh. that I'm not really seeing here, but. You know, this looks more like there might be some grips with a teeter totter off camera. I don't know. I, I remember that line will have landed by the time you get it right. That got a laugh yeah. from me. <laughs> I'll have you know. Was that an opening there was something that feels exactly. like a, there's something that feels like a setup, but isn't the fact that Sam Neill's bad at belt, dying belt. No, that his belt won't buckle. You think that that's going to go somewhere? Yeah, but, just you know. just things tend to go wrong. Well, there's a number of things that that. I just mean in, in terms of movie. next thing you know, the helicopter's on its side and he's hanging out the door. Ah, oh, my seatbelt! If only my seatbelt had worked. Yeah, there's a number of things in uh, in this movie that Spielberg focuses on as though they're meaningful and they're strangely not. 
like, like, like which, we'll, which we'll is up, good. I like that. Yeah, we'll not, come, not everything is like I'm telegraphing something. Right. Here. But we'll come up to it later. But I, I mean, I guess I'll point it out when it happens. But after Nedry gets killed, I'll bet you will. Spoiler. Um, after Nedry, <laughs> what? After Nedry gets uh, eaten by the Dilophosaurus, the the we follow the can all the way down yes. the hill. Yeah. And I we watch it, it planting a baby and, dinosaur. And we watch yeah. it get buried in the mud. And I'm like. And it never comes up again. And then they talked about doing a sequel. I'm like, yeah. well, they're clearly going yeah. after that can of embryos. Yeah. And, uh, They've got plenty of embryos. And then, and then they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to another island. I and I'm like, excuse me? I felt that way about the, um, when Cypher gets hit by the truck in the first Matrix. It's mm-hmm. like, so Cypher just got he almost hit by a truck and now he has to change telephones. Does that change the plot? No. Oh, why did he? What? Because what? Mm-hmm. he like calls in and it's like Cypher's got a flaming truck behind mm-hmm. him. It's like, Why? Why that? Okay. <laughs> well, they, no, because sure, they, we'll they were they were changing. That one was they were trying to. He was trying to change them to a different. Uh, uh, oh, he was putting them in a different out station. Oh, yeah, hey, he look, was Jurassic Park. He was it's the it's the the, anyway. the Barbasol can is is the quintessential yes. definition of of a MacGuffin. It's it's the thing that everyone wants, but what it is and what happens to it is not actually intrinsic no, no, to the plot. But it's but it's not the MacGuffin it, because because it doesn't drive the plot. No one goes after it after Nedry. Like you, they don't even know about it, and it never comes up. again. That's true. It barely is a MacGuffin. You're right. Yeah. That, by that it's, definition, it's Nedry's MacGuffin. It's not. Well, it, it's the the dinosaur DNA. Getting off the island is kind of the MacGuffin. Well, you know. well no, the, I mean, I mean, the reason I, I would say the reason it's MacGuffin is it's the reason Nedry shuts down the park. Yeah, but then once he's gone, there he's. It's kind of like we don't need yeah, this anymore. Exactly, they just it's, bury it. In it's the just, mud. but it's it is just an excuse to get people chased by dinosaurs. Is right. really what this is all about. I would say, like, I was always like, if they did another Jurassic Park sequel, I was always like, they should be going after that can. It's but who full, knows about it? This huh? is the problem is that nobody knows about whoever, it. Whoever, I think there's, actually, well, but I think there's a line when he's no point. with Dodgson which says you have 48 hours yeah, exactly. back before the can, the can, The embryos oh. are long dead and they've got an entire lab full of embryos. It's, well, the embryos it, are not, not the like, issue. It's not like neutronic cells. They're embryos. They're yeah. little baby dinos. Well, yeah, but you could still get the DNA dino off them. DNA. Yeah, you I just have to go true. back to the island. But they've already got the DNA. They did that part already. I'm glad they didn't because that would have been pretty lame. But anyway, by the way, here's now people say a lot and it's true. That Jurassic Park still looks good after fifty-seven years or whenever yep. they made this thing, and and it it does. And and the your question is, well, why? I wonder. Well, you know, and, and one of the gave a because shit. no one had done it before, and they said we're not. Gonna well, one of the reasons is, you know, we could count them, but we, you know, so far we've had this is our, I believe, second shot of dinosaurs. I think there's about twenty in this movie. There's not right. that many effect shots in this movie of, of digital dinosaurs. <laughs> um, you know, that's the thing. It's not wall to wall like movies are now. And when you make seven hundred shots, you've got seven hundred chances to screw it up. Right. This this movie, they only had, you know, it's I, it can't even be fifty digital dinosaur shots in this movie. Um, you know, two years, three years later, whenever it was, when I worked at Tippett Studio and we did we did Starship Troopers, we did two hundred bug shots, and they're not all gems because we had two hundred shots to do. Um, this is this is good stuff, but it's ILM, it's Spielberg, and they had, you know, I'm sure they would have loved to have more, but they had lots of time and lots of money to develop this and, well, also, and get it. I mean, it's know. also a statement about the technology and the artists at hand because. To get 90% of the way now is the first 30% of the work. Right. To get 90% yeah. of the, t- the way then was 90% of the right. work. Right, so they're like, yeah. fuck it, go the other 10. Yeah, why not? <laughs> now, now here's – and also I'll bring this up because I think it's another valid reason. I'll bring up my, my former employee and an amazing movie maker, Mr. Phil Tippett. And Employer. Employ, did I say employee? <laughs> yeah, I had to get working for me for a couple of years. I was I was animation supervisor on a movie he was doing. Um, Phil Phil you know it, Phil's history is he was an ILM guy originally. He's one of the original ILM. When you see that picture of like here are the seven guys 
that used to call themselves ILM. Phil is like the, the eighth or ninth guy to join that group. Um, he did, uh, you know, he designed Job of the Hutt. He was the creature effects guy for Return of the Jedi. He did Howard the Duck. Woohoo! Not not the duck. Howard itself. Not the, the duck. Duck. Not the not the duck itself, but uh, you know the Overlord and things like that. Stop Howard motion. the tits. And the history, and of course, you know, if you if you haven't watched your special they features for this movie, guys. then you should. But but this movie was going to be done with stop motion, and again, stop motion. There's nothing wrong with stop motion. Maybe or they would. They might. Well, they might have done it with go motion, although I'm sure Phil resisted it. But but the you know, it's like they. <laughs> Most of these are. I, I just want to point out, like you say, I I've been counting, and we're at six. I yeah, think. we're at six whole shots so far, <laughs> and and most of them are reaction shots. You believe it because they believe it. Yeah, and that's how it works. And that's and that's good good cheap movie making, relatively now, speaking. But the, Real quick, this cue right here has always been seemed odd to me. You can't hear it because we're listening to the subtitle right now. But it's, it's, it's very like oddly little, silent. It sounds like the Nazi uh, theme from mm-hmm. Last Crusade. Yeah, nice. Bum 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 bum. It's a big building. Scary. Um, anyway, so Phil was originally going to do this movie stop motion, but at the same time, Dennis Muir and ILM said, "Well, I think we might be ready with computer graphics." And they had like a little test off where Phil did a dino in stop motion and and uh, ILM did a dino in CG and and the production said you know I think we're going to roll the dice and go with CG this time um, and Phil he'll, Phil tell the story he's like well that's the end of my career um, and however long it took them to kind of go but you know that Phil guy actually knows a lot about animation maybe mm-hmm. we should have him involved anyway um, Phil had no longer worked at ILM he hadn't worked there for decades by that point but they they brought him in with his own company and um it's kind of minimized in some of the promotional materials, but a lot of the animation was actually done at Phil Tippett's company and then sent to ILM to just have dinosaur skins and rendering put on. Um, this was the in- creation of the dinosaur input device, which is a, a very cool uh, thing that was in the lobby and for all I know still is at Tippett Studio. Um, the, the, the T-Rex dinosaur input, yes, and dramatically. <laughs> Thank you for that dramatic sting cat on the piano. Um, the, uh, the dinosaur input device, which is cat quite tries a, to play you out. an amazing, yes, keyboard cat is right here in the room with us, um, is an amazing piece of technology and you can find pictures of it online and I, there's, there's making ofs, I'm sure we'll show it as well, um, which was, it was animated like a stop motion armature, so they used the stop motion uh, skills that were, you know, a hundred years in the making. And uh, then they just took that, added, put it into a computer, which was able to add motion blur and skin rippling and things like that. And it was really a combination of the two. And that's one of the reasons why these dinosaurs are good, because there's a hundred years of animation theory behind them, and it just happens to be put into computer graphics at the end of the pipeline. That's my so argument. Here's Mr. DNA. Yes. Which is, this is, this is Hi, like- Mr. DNA. This has got to be like at least 25 pages in the book explaining how yeah. this cloning thing worked. And then here they're and like, it, it, it all right, two-minute cartoon. It go. is pretty – again, it's pretty genius storytelling to like take this down to like the lowest common denominator just to go, okay. And yeah. and at the same time, it's something that – you know, like you were saying, in terms of appreciation of the real science, it's like this is why people understand DNA. If yeah. we didn't have this movie, people were like, DNA? What? That's 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 that Jesus didn't talk about DNA. That's that lie they made up to try and convict OJ. Exactly. So the, the I mean that's this poor is bug. really yeah really. Let's just pour some honey. on You this can't do that for like a movie. <laughs> that's cruelty. Where's the ASPCA? Watch this. Watch the angle on where they're standing changes. 
Watch it. Watch it. And now, yeah, see, they just changed. And now they're just, they just changed angle. Wow. Talk about good animation. They were walking on the back wall, and then they were walking what's the, uh, the ground, effectively. No, they just that, changed. That negates it. their whole scientific argument. Yeah. <laughs> Screw this. Ow! This, this is what I'm saying. saying, where it's like, I have this really cool, like, Brian had this really cool idea the other day about how, why, the, what, you, what you experience as scale changes as you get older, whether that's you just start to learn about more things and the scale of them, or if it's just because you're smaller, they seem bigger, or what it is. I was always like, why does it glow pink once they've extracted it? <laughs> and it was because it's magical. One of the things you said was, I wonder if your 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 inherent focal length changes if you the focal length of your eye. Mm-hmm. Well, because and, the focal and, and, and length it, of your eye is about fifty millimeters, so that's why fifty millimeter lens looks. Then, then you get to the point where it's like right. the human eye is sort of the same size since you're a kid, so that's just a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Well, those cool ideas are still fucking cool. Uh-huh. And if you can't make a thing out of that, if that's not something that's scientifically plausible, make a book. Right. Uh, write in a book. and amber. Fuck it. Write a book where you explain. Well, that's the thing about hard sci-fi as opposed to soft sci-fi. Oh wow! Like. Remember- but remember this, the virtual reality aspect? They, they made fun of this in Monsters, Inc. <laughs> did, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, did. Yeah. Um, but virtual yeah, I was like, hey, display. it's the uh, fucking uh, Power Glove from Nintendo. Yeah, um, right. The Which High never tech. worked. Yeah. Um, that always freaked me out. Where it was him <laughs> and then it was a dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> that was just the hell? A little bit. And it's still talking. It's Clucky the Chicken. Then my head's lopped off and I'm cut into pieces and fried. Go ahead, I'm dead, I won't feel it. <laughs> of course, the implication, by the way, is that because he interacts with himself, the implication is he's going to run every tour until he dies, essentially. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sure they would hire a staff yeah. of tour guides. Yeah. But, they, but he says but, John, specifically. So he's, it's going to be like this so weird... Yeah. Yeah. Named John. It's going to be this weird Disneyland he's, where yeah, he only yeah. has yeah. one character and it's all him. He's stuck there nine, <laughs> nine to five it's, it's every day. Like you have people playing Walt Disney running exactly. around yeah. Exactly. But that's it. You don't have Mickey Mouse right, or anything. Right, right. All you've yeah. got is the Walt Disney impersonators running. But then on the other hand, this 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 uh, theme park is not likely to get a lot of traffic considering its location. It's not Hawaii a good... It's not a good to the super rich. It's, it's not Hawaii. It's I some like, island in the middle of nowhere. Costa Rica. I actually. like the way yeah. that they throw in the science. It's like, how do you interrupt the cellular mitosis? I'm like, wow, they're scientists. Yeah. Look at that guy. Huh? You, I learned that in sophomore year. By you've way. read a book. <laughs> but it's good. It sounds real. I like and, it, it, like, they can take these seatbelts off? Dude, you're spinning at like two miles an hour. Yeah, it, it yeah. sounds... That's the thing. It sounds real because it is real as opposed to most science fiction yeah. movies where they'd be like, let's throw together some syllables... Yeah. That no yeah. one understands. Which happens a lot. I'm curious yeah. why they had to wear lap bars to watch a film, but that's just me. So it's, they wouldn't do it's, this. It's, it's my, it's, yes, they wouldn't get up <laughs> and run Wu, into the lab. In the, in the books, Henry Wu is actually a really kind of deep character. He's kind of nuanced. Yeah, he's first, around for a while. At, at first, you, you think, wow, this guy's a fucking shit-heel evil guy. And then you sort of get to know his intentions and all these things. And he, he kind of came into this like, yeah, I'll help. What are you doing? And by the time they got to this point where it's like, we're going to change the world. And dinosaurs are going to eat everybody. He's like, oh, this changes everything. He ends up getting eaten by a Velociraptor. He yeah, he, he had a much he had a much longer role in the film than this one. He's essentially a cameo character for those who read the book at this point. This to me strikes me as a little bit of like movie overkill. It's like, yes, we have a robotic arm to turn the eggs because no human could turn eggs like <laughs> exactly. this. You know, not it's like not this perfectly. Have, have, have you ever seen a chicken hatchery? They're on rollers. They're like like <laughs> hot dogs at Seven Eleven. That's all you need. You don't need a robotic arm and a little a little farm well, like it's this. Mm-hmm. It's for the comedy beat where it slaps him on the wrist. Yeah, that's there you go. He goes to pick it up and it goes. Fuck you. So here we go. So this is a great moment. Some nice puppetry. Gotta say, you know, it is creepy. Nice little. Is this just like little? 
It's a little puppet. Just little little rods inside of it. Little rods, little yeah. cables, very tiny. You know, you know that you know that thing where it's like the shark on the end of the stick with a trigger. That's yeah. basically yeah, what that is. Yeah, it really is. is. It's a glorified punching <laughs> nun, is what you're looking at. <laughs> Probably built on a punching nun armature from mm-hmm. uh, from the seven. Now, of course, uh, creatures, and this is what really made him a big, big, big deal. Um, he was he was already doing fine, but uh, Mr. Stan Winston, of course, uh, really really became. The big big guy because he did Jurassic Park. Oh, Jurassic Park! Oh, he did well, Jurassic that, Park. Well, that's the household name moment. Exactly. You know, that's the moment where he'd already done. He'd already done Predator. He'd already done Aliens. He was very much in demand. He was one of the top makeup guys. He had a very big facility. Then the facility he then moved into after Jurassic Park was was you know this this was huge. a movie that made the people who don't normally care about those things <laughs> care. Yeah. They're like, how is it done? How is it done? That's, and and it, that's one of those things, again, where it's like, oh, it seems like a great idea to have a tiger as a pet because they're adorable when they're little. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, oh, yeah, I was here for the raptor. He totally just imprinted on me. I yeah. can raise him. Yeah. It, but but it doesn't never pay off talk to, in this movie. Talk to Siegfried and Roy. You get the feeling that at some point in the movie he – He's going to face one of the raptors, and it's going to either decide not to kill him or not. That's true, because because he does say he was there for the birth of all of them. Right. So you would think there would be a moment where there wa- there maybe is that recognition or yeah. something. That could have been really cool. You're right. Um, or, 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 you know, I mean, it, it raises I, the implication. It's like, considering they're breeding them and genetically modifying them, like, could you make a domesticated raptor? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I think we saw that in the Super Mario Brothers it's, movie. It, and it would, called it Yoshi. My guess, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, an expert. <laughs> that worked out on, well. The problem is, if they're, if they're essentially lizards, oh, we just had the, the theme of the movie. The problem is, if they're essentially lizards, is lizards don't. I love that he trails off. By the way, he's talking about life has a way, and he's just he's got a point to make, and he's like. Oh, there it's it almost like he realizes, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the theme of the movie. Yeah, you know, I, you, you'll figure it out. Life we'll finds a way. Well, they've already set up the whole frog DNA, and I, I yeah. applaud them for you know even going that far into scientific theory by right. like you know because that's going out of limit. I'm sure there's plenty of people who didn't get it. The thing, the thing about lizards is lizards. The lizard brain is is you know it's a very primitive brain. It's it's the core of our brains as well, and and really all it's capable of doing is going. That's something I should kill. That's something I should mate with, and that's something that I should run away from. And that's about it. They don't have a lot of social structure. You don't see lizards living in like big colonies, except for a few kinds. But you know, monitored lizards, if they run into each other, they'll just kill each other or they'll fuck one of the two. That's really all <laughs> they've got, you know. And they, it's basically smell that makes them decide one way or the other. It's not like one monitored lizard sees another and go, "You're hot." You know, it's like no. You smell like I should screw you. That's that's about the most they have. Well, the um, the so having a raptor in your house, I don't know. There'd probably just be the day he goes. Well, you actually look kind of tasty. If you take a, if you take the teeth and the claws off a raptor, that thing will just slap. It'll box you. <laughs> yeah, well, but I'm saying, I mean, you know, probably fuck you. Yeah. Well, We've got a tail. That if we didn't have dogs, down. we'd be saying kind of the same thing about wolves. It's like, oh, they go out there and they they fuck and they eat meat. It's like, no, no, wolves are totally well, social animals. They live in packs. They understand hierarchy. Oh, I guess but that's true. Lizards these, don't have that brain. Herds. Dr. Yeah. Grant said so. He said so. They Some of the, well, again, they, they do start to run in herds, and that's what the the, 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 vera- the raptors became birds, and birds flock. You know, that behavior was already in there. There is actually in the in the second book, as I recall, I, I think I read The Lost World. Um, I think it's in that one that uh, that uh, Crichton, although I don't think they ever touch on it in the movie versions, talks about the idea that the problem the dinosaurs are having is because they don't have a society. You know, they just they all showed up all at the same time, and they didn't have the benefit of evolution of I was born, I was raised by my raptor parents. And mm. so the problem is that the dinosaurs didn't get 
taught how to get to be dinosaurs. Sure. So they don't know the behaviors that they would have learned if they'd been, you know, there was no, there was no history of behavior because the first uh-huh. ones that were hatched didn't have parents to go, here's how you be a dinosaur. Right. Um, so they don't know how to hunt properly. They don't know how to deal in a pack properly. They're sort of figuring out a whole new way of being dinosaurs. That's, in- that's, that's interesting. And it's, uh, yeah. I, it's I, the Adam I, and Eve argument that, you know, they don't have belly buttons. You know, they don't have a, a, a history of this is how we have our society. Going back to real as science simple as that that society I just read. is. Regarding, um, there was a th- an experiment with birds to see because because certain species of birds and stuff have these mating calls that they do, you know, mm-hmm. mating. They, and uh, so they they did an experiment where they removed these birds from basically from their their environment, from their culture, so to speak, and just raised them separately from their parents. So they were never taught the mating calls, right? So it was it was the kind of thing so where the birds are out in the wild going. Shaka Khan. What's yeah, up? the the, bir- the birds <laughs> hey. were out in the wild. What's up? The birds were out in the wild, just making noise, right? Because they knew they they instinctually, instinctually they knew they should do something, but they didn't know what, right? Someone and it was, me. What was what was <laughs> am I pretty? But what was what was interesting about the experiment? And I can't remember where I read this, but uh, they Playboy. They basically uh, watched it over several generations, and like the birds would try to teach these fucked up mating calls to their kids. And the kids would be like, that sucks. So they would yeah. change it, right? They would alter it and teach the ultra yeah. version to their kids. kids and today. within about five generations, they got the original mating calls back without ever crossbreeding wow. back with the other society. That's interesting. Yeah. Because the mating calls function. That's, that was the, Right, you know, exactly. The, I mean, it's, it's verbal evolution at that point, basically. Yeah, they, exactly. have, they have The reason they sound the way they do is because they work when they sound like yeah. that. So. Oh, look at the end of their graph there, 1997. Yeah. I remember that. I was like, yeah. wow, that's Ooh, the wow. future. <laughs> now, we're, now we're well into the movie. Of course, 97 is when um, Lost World came out yeah. as well. But anyway. we're, we're well into the movie now, and we've seen, again, what's our count? Six digital shots and a couple of shots of a tiny puppet coming out of an egg. That's right. We didn't and see any more leaves digital. getting shaken. Yeah. And some leaves getting shaken, you know, so. And I the reaction. I love how they the set up a room shot. here where it's like, if you were having dinner in this place, no matter where you're sitting, your eyes are going to be getting burned by at least yeah. one projector. <laughs> yeah. But it looks great. It's a, it's a strange design. It's a cool so, room to shoot. So the argument, once again, of why does this movie hold up? It's like, well, because by this point in Wolverine, they'd done 500 effect shots, three of which were sucky. You know, right. It's like they're not giving themselves as many opportunities to fail in this movie, and that's one of the reasons it, it's holding up. I like, that the, uh, <laughs> I, I like that even the subtitles put in uh, – his us, stammering. Yeah. his stammering uh, and stuff. Mm. Uh, I'll tell you, yeah, because it wouldn't sound I'll, like Jeff Goldblum otherwise. Exactly. All right, let's, let's talk about Jeff Goldblum here for a minute because the whole and now you're selling it and you're selling it thing is is this is, is going into almost what you were saying about the dinosaurs. He's saying the same thing about the scientists. They just jumped into yeah. it. They didn't get to this point. You did. You you knew you Which could. I don't agree with. I'm sorry. Decide if I you should. I don't agree with that because they have they they've taken what other people have done before them and then built upon it that's what everything is right he's saying that but i, it, he, I know it, he's saying that but he's saying that like that doesn't constitute them earning it but that's I guess that's true but that's Wait, all science and all progress is i it's, guess he's really talking about the ethics of it he's talking about know, the ethics dude. yeah he's yeah. not talking he's not like and we should change the way science works so that everyone has to rewrite books themselves yeah so and it's not a, discovered calculus from, well, from day one what he's really arguing more about is the, the fact that they instantly commercialized it and tried to right. turn it into a profit basis like, right, so you, right. you turn it that's into true. a it's like you don't know what these things are going you're to do you're making an entertainment out of this thing and it's too dangerous to do that yeah. yet you don't know what you have which is a valid point and and i don't know if they ever use the phrase but it's a phrase that comes up it's the law of unintended consequences which is when you make this big breakthrough if you'd release it into the world too soon even though you go, oh, it's perfectly safe. Well, yes, within the range of what you were considering, but you didn't consider the strange 
implications right. just, of everything I just, else. I just actually, watched. Um, I, I was watching a thing on 2012 yesterday, I, I, and I, I totally am with you. But uh-huh. um, there was a thing where I where I had to be like, well, kind of, because they talked to the scientists because there's the solar flare theory, right? And uh-huh. there's like, the oh, cycle. this giant solar flare is going to hit us, and the scientist is like. We can, our our atmosphere can handle you know we've been studying the sun and we've been studying uh, our atmosphere can handle anything the th- sun throws at us and I'm I'm sitting there going well you've been monitoring the sun at that level for maybe twenty years yeah you know yeah. that we can handle everything the sun has thrown yeah. at us since you started watching yeah <laughs> like, let's, t- let's talk about mass extinctions that we can still can't account for you <laughs> exactly. think maybe, maybe that was it um, I mean I don't buy into the 2012 but I'm just like you yeah. there is an element where it's like like you said science doesn't know and occasionally it has to. To be reminded it doesn't know that, what else to ask. It, yeah, it it's occasionally has to be reminded that that's why it's doing yeah. what it's doing. A, a real world example of what's kind of in a much more you know obviously spectacular movie way is being example of unintended consequences. Kudzu, is, kudzu is one of them, but the kudzu wasn't necessarily a scientific experiment. But um, but no, they they. they there's a lot of hysteria about you know Franken food and genetically engineered this and that, and I don't I don't subscribe to much of it. But the they, they some years ago they came up with a a strain of corn which kills beetles that try to eat it, um, which is good. You know, it's like you look at it from that perspective. That's good because it increases your corn yield. You have fewer crop failures because the beetles don't eat the corn. Yay! And they tested it and tested it, and it didn't impact any other creatures, and it didn't hurt anything else, and it didn't hurt the ecosystem. Great! And now it's a corn that we actually grow. Um, and we're causing the extinction of the monarch butterfly as a result because the monarchs travel across the Midwest and they land on those. They, they land outside. They lay their eggs, which are larvae, which grow into yes, beetles. They nibble on the corn. They all die. They don't survive to the next generation. So. So we have more corn, and we're probably going to lose our monarch butterflies. Um, that's the law of unintended consequences. Because the people is not even a good goddamn crop. Because people. the people who were trying to grow corn Didn't weren't thinking shit. about monarch butterflies. Right. That wasn't their area of expertise. A really cool example that lives in the Jurassic Park universe is that in the book, and I think it's the oh, first remember one. interactive CD-ROM? How amazing! Whoa, that exactly. high tech. I think in the first book, I think it's in Jurassic Park. They're talking about how. It was touchscreen too. I, I remember yeah. that was a big. Mr. Deal. Arnold, who has a bigger role to play in the in the book, and you know, I wish that Sam Jackson could have been in every shot of this movie, but you know, this later. was before I realized Sam Jackson was With Sam, Sam Jackson because yeah. he's so small a role in this movie. It is. It's, it's always now. a surprise when he shows up. You go, hey, that's Sam Jackson. We've got RFIDs on all these guys. We can count them exactly right. The computer is going to make sure that we never dip below the certain number. We've always got the exact same number. And Goldblum's like, okay, increase the parameter by ten. We've got ten more. Ah, uh, ah, uh, fuck! We didn't think of more. We thought yeah. of less. Okay, yeah. increase it by fifty. Okay, because, we've got forty-five more than we thought. We because did. they assumed that they had prevented them from breeding, and they, you know, and they, they were, were just making sure that they weren't dying. It's like, okay, yeah. well, increase. I the like this shot, by the way, happens. just following this process of this kid chasing pestering him, him and <laughs> chasing him across Listen, the. Uh, actually, through yeah. a car. <laughs> <laughs> For Christ's sake, kid, leave me alone! You're naming my kid. This is adorable. Yeah, I wanted to be this kid and have an archaeologist for a hero. There you <laughs> go. Get to hang out with archaeologists exactly. and see dinosaurs. It's pretty badass. It totally did work on me, by the way, being like, oh, they show you kids who are into dinosaurs. And I was like, oh, that kid's in a movie. I'm totally yeah. into dinosaurs. Yeah, totally. Like, the, reference of Bach, <laughs> the reference of Bacher, who is the, the other, uh, if we can say, famous 
<laughs> archaeologist. You know, there's there's Horner yeah. and there's Bacher, and they and they they kind of were dueling, competing, they had competing theories for a while. I, I think it was Horner who was was the first to propose the bird theory, and Bacher was one of the ones who said that's nonsense. Uh-huh. Why um, didn't I build in Orlando? And and Bacher is actually even kind of parodied in the Lost World in the sequel. There's kind of that 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 paunchy guy with the beard who gets pulled through the waterfall. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of a Bacher uh. reference right there. There's Sam Jackson. I know, and it's and yeah. it's a wide shot, so they're yeah. not even thinking it's fucking Sam Jackson because yeah. this was before Pulp Fiction. Yeah, yeah. Not, he was just a guy. Yeah, just he he done lots of work, but he wasn't Sam Jackson. Exactly. He was not your Monday to Friday Sam Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. He's not. I remember the uh, des- I, I really liked the design of these vehicles. You know, I was very. They had the toys. They had the toys that could be destroyed. Really? Oh, yeah, really? They could you be could like actually... dismantled, and they would be have like the They'd the jagged apart. edges, not not like glass jacket, but like you could you could get God you help could us literally the hands of engineers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You could you could literally get the get one of those toy cars and get the T Rex and reenact you just pounding well, the T Rex. That was the same time they came out with those dinosaur apart. toys that they came pre bitten apart. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so with you could take damage. off like a chunk of its ribs. I. Yeah. <laughs> I always wanted it in, in when King they make Kong? when they made King Kong and they come across the great. What they got in there? Dinosaurs? What do they got in there? Dinosaurs? Yeah. 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 Great, great line. Great <laughs> yeah, joke. Right. Now, Chris, didn't, didn't they say something like that? In no, King we Kong? just keep telling you about it, hoping oh. that it'll change it somehow. Yeah. Now, Chris, Universal. Studios. Well, then you remember it, like you with the cargo shorts. You're welcome. Universal you. Studios turned this concept into a ride as fast as they could, and of mm-hmm. course, you go right through those same big gates, which is you know, Orlando, Florida, definitely was tailor made to to do an attraction based on uh, on fact, uh, Jurassic Park. Point. Uh, Universal Studios in Florida has an entire Jurassic Park section. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and Universal LA has a Jurassic Park ride. I think now, it has a ride. I think, the, but the, it's not. Oh no, it does. It's nothing. It's nothing like the one in Florida, which is much more extensive. The actual ride is like a presentation water ride with a drop at the end. Of it. A little yeah, bit of it water. Is. But the actual area of the park is fucking rad. Dude. Yeah, because it, it look here too. It's not like this isn't as tropical as it. Would have to be this. This qualifies, but Orlando is just Orlando. Or- murky Orlando. And t- what is my Orlando. problem? My mouth lately. Orlando. Um, I could have nobody an answer that. Um, yeah. right. and we're still not seeing dinosaurs. But, uh, Even they're remarking. They're hanging a lantern on the fact that they're not seeing dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> Orlando is. I mean, Florida is more humid. It's much oh, more tropical. It's coastal. Uh, yeah. It is coastal. It is coastal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sam Jackson. Motherfucker! Yay! Do you think that they're using him wrong here? I mean, obviously, it was no. I think it was point. too early to know about to know that if they yeah. if they hired him now, yes. But at that time, he was just a guy they hired to be that. Guy. And he's he's, yeah. he's completely adequate as guy that says things quietly. Well, well yeah, and back, then, and back back when he was allowed to play other roles other right. than Sam Jackson. Although he did, he does go a little Sam Jackson with, uh, you didn't say the magic word. Oh, yeah. Please, <laughs> God damn it! I hate this hacker crap. Yeah. Well, you know yeah, this is not that a was a moment. You know this like, is not oh. a Sam Jackson role because he dies. That's that pretty yeah. much tells you that this is not a traditional Sam Jackson role as we came to know it later. That guy lost like 200 pounds. Did he's he? Yeah. Wayne Knight. Yeah, Wayne Knight. Wayne, Wayne Knight he wasn't, he wasn't this big, he wasn't this big in, uh, in Seinfeld. So, I don't think. So. He's now a skinny guy with a huge head. But he, he's <laughs> had the same like, weight Arnold. change that Peter Jackson has had. He's, yeah. yeah. He's, like, he's dying know. of cancer, you mean? <laughs> hey, yeah. Peter Jackson. Peter's I really fine. do worry about Peter Jackson. Like, I see him and I'm like, I'm concerned. I'm like, yeah. like I, want, I want to talk to his doctor. <laughs> Let's talk to your doctor. What the hell's going on? <laughs> Michael's working up a lung worried about Peter Jackson. <laughs> it's called compassion, sir. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. No, as a theme park, as a guy who's as a guy who has had had his hands in de- building and developing theme park rides, I have a quibble about the fact that these are working 
traditionally fully working trucks, which they just happen to have stuck on tracks, which does not strike me as good theme park design. How come? Because why do they need to be fully functioning trucks? Trucks if they're on rails, you can power them electrically. You can, you know, it's like they have the capability. The point I think is, these are powered electrically. Well, then why do they drive off the rails on one in about twenty minutes? Um, no, they, that's they a don't. different truck. He's oh, just, I have a gas powered jeep here. In a second. Okay, there we go. It's still, it's still. Why do they have a steering wheel? Um, that's a good point because right. it is controlled you by know, a box. This, and, and, and I'm just saying that you know, this, as a theme park design, I think I've touched on this before. Theme park design is like slaughterhouse design. Don't give the cows any room to do anything wrong <laughs> because they will. Um, why on earth would you have a steering mechanism in a thing that the idiot general public is going to sit in as they cruise past dinosaurs? Um, it okay, that's a good point. <laughs> it doesn't, Trey wins. What's the point? Of, what, what do you need the steering wheel for if it's on a track? Why don't you build a custom? You've, you've cloned dinosaurs, but you can't and, but build a custom you can see sled. In the shot, they've built a case around the steering wheel. Exactly. Right. So it sounds like, why can't you just build a truck that's supposed to go on this track rather than retrofitting a truck? You've cloned dinosaurs. You've done the hard part. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing. Uh, yeah. Having watched the trailer to Avatar, someone made a point where I was like, okay, so they yeah, they can, can't they can't get a guy out of a wheelchair. Yeah, they can't they can't they can clone and and mix the genetics of these two races and get a human consciousness yeah. remotely into another body, and but they can't cure paralysis. Right. Okay. <laughs> Fine. I guess. Well, I guess the theory was is like, well, we don't have to cure paralysis. We'll just put you in the blue guy right. instead, and you'll like it better anyway. It's okay. Your voice will be exactly the same, so you won't miss anything. Right. Mm-hmm. So this guy is pretty much just telegraphing. Uh, I'm I'm a douchebag, and I will die. You can yeah. just tell that guy's going to die. This was Janaro. Like, I think this was too. So, so hey, we're I, I we're finally going to see some dinosaurs pretty soon in this movie. Woohoo! Okay, I love this movie, but I do have problems with its philosophy. Which well, is that Alan it, Grant goes around talking about what dinosaurs want. <laughs> he's like Mel well, yeah. Gibson and what women want. Well, it's he's yeah, a dinosaur a t- whisperer. A T Rex is an animal, and a T Rex an animal doesn't give a shit whether it hunts or whether the food is given right. to you. The animal just wants to eat. And actually, the T Rex, as we've discovered, is probably a scavenger, not yeah. a hunt, not a predator. Yeah. yeah. Um, so which, they're, they're which claiming to have some kind of special knowledge is the way nature is supposed to be. When not, yeah. but nature doesn't when give not a shit. Three hours right. ago in your life, did you say for the first time ever? It doesn't live in a swamp. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. they do run in herds. My God. It's like, shut up, you. I never knew that. I'm learning so much. I loved, oh, I love Jeff Goldblum. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, there are dinosaurs on your uh, dinosaur tower, right? I Hello. really hate someone, that. Someone, someone brought up a thing because uh, I, I was having a conversation and people were talking about, like, uh, the relationship of, of dinosaurs to us. I'm not sure it was in a Jurassic Park contest context. But someone's like, oh, you know, there's the T-Rex and the Allosaurus and stuff like that. And someone brought up, he's like, I, just to blow your mind a little, we're actually closer in time to, I think it's the Allosaurus than the Allosaurus is to the T-Rex. Or yeah. maybe it's vice versa. Wow. Because it's like one of them was 140 million years ago and one of them was 65 million years ago. So it's yeah. like we're actually closer to one of those than they were to each other. Wow. And that's, I was like, ow, my brain. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, my brain. <laughs> it's, it's, is that true? Holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's something, if you, if you start reading up on this stuff, really reading up, it's, you know, the fact that, you know, there's there's all the analogies in the world and it's still hard to grasp. It's like, take the entire history of the world and if it's, you know, 500 miles long, we're a coat of paint at the end. You know, it's like in terms yeah, right. of how long we've been here versus how long everything else was here living and dying and becoming extinct and taking over the planet and then losing control of the planet. Oh, yeah. Like uh, um, Dawkins talks about, like, you, you spread out your arms – and from the the end of your right hand all the way to probably the elbow is either, uh, soup is, 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 is basically is nothing. nothing. Yeah, rock. At the elbow we get bacteria. At about your wrist we get life. <laughs> and the entirety of human history is at about is like 
if you took a nail file and just went, the amount that came off your nail, that's human history. Yeah. Awesome. I love that kind of shit. That just blows my mind. What's funny is that I always get into this thing where I I, I always, you know how you, some things you don't memorize the numbers of because you know they're fluid and they change? Mm Mm-hmm. My brain still does that instinctively for things like how long since the last dinosaur. Right. Well, why memorize 65 million years? Because that's going to change in my lifetime. Right. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. It's like, not even no. close. How far is the moon? It's changing. I don't want to. No. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> yeah. How old is the How old is the How old is the uh, solar system? Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, this year. Yeah, exactly. It's still 13 points. Yeah. Million, yeah. Exactly. I think. When, when so we're talking about live webcams. On a Macintosh computer in the early 90s. Actually, no. If you watch the monitor, the you can Quartz see that they're quick time videos playing. You can see that they just said, we can't do this, can we? Can we just have like a thing? Will anyone know what this well, is? Right. No, they won't know what it is. In actual execution, they're just QuickTime files. But yeah. you can in real life, they're supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. I, that, you can yeah. literally see it go. That actually did always bother me. I'm like, what? Why is there a time scale? Until the dock blows up. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Now we could I love that. I don't even know what he's trying to do. Yeah. He's like, hey, look at this. And yeah. I'm like, what could he possibly be doing on well, the back show, of the book he's, with he's, his no, hand? He's talking about how big his book is. He's like, your book is like this. His book oh, is like this. Yeah. He's still talking now, about Now, by this point, like we wish this later. kid would die. And of course, it's, it's not it, I would have given this movie huge points for balls if they'd killed the kid. That would have been uh-huh. nice. You know, hey, young Spielberg kills kids. He, you know, sharks eat kids right off a raft. Right. So young Spielberg. It's, but, in it's the, interesting because in the, um, in the book, the brother. The girl is the old one. Yeah. No, the girl is the young one. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, the, and the, guy the boy's the older one. Yeah, he's got it together. Yeah. Now this is this is a nice thing. Now, now the nice thing is this thing doesn't have to do much mm-hmm. other than lay there and breathe and twitch. But this is this is some damn fine work. This is oh, a yeah. nice puppet. This is a damn good puppet. And it's, it's and not it, a puppet tray. It's a triceratops. <laughs> I, sorry, Shut up your sorry, mouth, sorry, son. <laughs> it's a puppet, but uh, it's a damn big one, and it's got you know people inside like Jabba the Hutt. But yeah. Uh, but it's a really it's a really nice piece of work and and you know at who at who at what point the planning was which or what this is this is how you that's not as big as I remember it. if you're a smart if you're a smart director slash production designer slash whoever's idea it was if you want to do a creature this is a great way to do one hey how yeah. about it doesn't walk around and have how to look animated stoned on its side. how about it lays there and twitches you and know, breathes like, a little we can pull that off we can make that look great and they did this is a really fine piece of work. I love how they're like, well, this works with cats, so <laughs> yeah. I can only assume that the dinosaurs are kind of like cats, except in no way at all. Exactly. <laughs> so this could this could work out. Well, is it? Is it? It's not this movie. It's some other movie where they talk about. I love this. The home pregnancy test, dude. It can't breathe. Yeah, dude, get off my Homeboy's chest. Homeboy just said labored breathing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? The, is it the about second? Every six weeks, Alan Grant just lies on its lung. While mm-hmm. it's is dying. it the second movie where they go into this whole thing about pregnancy tests for dinosaurs, or the third movie, or some damn thing where they're like going to get the EPT test and? trying to prove that the I, dinosaurs are pregnant. I think it's the second one. Yeah, and, that, and, that's, and that's one where the science community kind of went, well, now I call bullshit, because yeah, that makes no sense at all. It's not it's working. Like, what an EP test is looking for is like, you know, hormones and hormones. enzymes yeah. that you will not find in a dinosaur. But thanks for playing. I love that. Oh, we know they're toxic, but they don't eat them. It's like, yeah. uh, well, so how did you test that in the first place? Okay, yeah. so the dinosaurs, yeah. dinosaurs don't eat them. Dinosaurs. Do the dinosaurs eat, eat bugs that eat them? Do bugs that eat them sting the dinosaurs? Well, and also it's like, it's like Do dinosaurs I, breathe pollen from this thing. How how obnoxious? And there are so many people like that, though. But but how obnoxious is it? Where it's like, yeah, we know it kills stuff, but we figured we put it out there and they wouldn't eat it. What it's could like, possibly what? happen? Uh, 
Something's going to put it in its mouth. Come on. What's your problem? If you know it's going to kill things, don't put it out there. Well, yeah, but on the same side of that coin, you're also talking about people who thought it was a good idea to put a T-Rex on the other side of a fence from yeah. people. It was electrified. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's electrified. So once you make that jump, I don't think the, the Brian, plants... Brian, it had a blinky light. Oh, that's true. That's true. But once you make that jump, the plant light... Oh, look, he's steaming. We're in- he's steaming. Damn, Damn it. Damn it. Uh, We're 20 feet short of the woods. This line got a huge laugh. Left, left, left. That's a big bullshit. Also, we got. I remember this. This. This is someone's example in our in our uh, comment section. This was the example of our our language. And I've already said fuck, and I've already blown the plan because it's uh, yeah, not too. an R rated movie. Um, but but the, yeah. he said shit. Well, and kids watch it. You, no you, one. Minded. You can say shit in a PG thirteen movie. What he was saying. Yeah. What, what the comment was saying was that we can cuss when it's appropriate and when it when it is. You know, when yeah. it helps our point. But it's not cursing if you say that's a big pile of shit because it is. You're literally looking at mm-hmm. a big pile of shit. Was the rationale. My point is yeah, well, that fuck you. my point is that words don't <laughs> hurt people very much, so fuck that. Um, Seriously, yeah. Welcome to the 21st century. We're a little loose about the language. You know, it, now well, and we're being much more reserved in general than we are for movies that we truly despise, like oh, yeah. the Star Wars prequels. Where yes, admittedly, we cut yeah. loose on those. You know, but you got you got to cut us some slack on yeah. those. Yeah. Anyway, if you're worried about the chi- I love I love that he you're worried about the chill himself a big when I was orange a kid, button. I yeah. thought <laughs> I knew. I didn't even think. I knew that Nedry was in control of the weather on Jurassic Park. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he hits a button, he goes, actually, and there's a storm. Yeah. It's like Westworld, whenever Crichton's early works. Oh, there's the gas powered Jeep. <laughs> Established people. Yeah. Da da da. All right, fair enough. I was in Korea when this movie came out. <laughs> I still I still argue against that that uh, that trolley design though. Yeah, it's not good design. Look at yeah. look at the subtitles in this. They're all over the place. They're like the subtitles in Heroes. It's weird. Man on fire. They are they're the If something happens somewhere on the screen, they put the subtitle. They, yeah, there. they're trying to localize it for us, which yeah. is you know nice they put in the effort. It's, uh, yeah, some nice See, look, it's a quick time. On. You can see the slider. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> You're not fooling me. I like how they couldn't get someone to code a player without the slider in five minutes in 1993, where it's like, does anyone yeah. on this set know? No. Okay, then fuck it. <laughs> does anyone within a mile know? Yeah, like 30 guys. Well, of course, okay, this, never mind. this movie still gets flack, and rightly so, even at the time, the, the Unix thing that's coming up. Oh, yes. Whereas, like, Unix, which apparently is some kind of graphical you, that looks like, you know, SimCity. That's not, that's not Unix. <laughs> that's, not, that's nowhere near what Unix, Unix is. Unix is DOS. Yeah. Unix is the precursor to DOS. It's not as happy and user-friendly as DOS. Yeah, and here he's not acting suspicious at all. I counted the us once, and it was like, I think it was 18 or like 19. It was like something like 20. In this speech? Yeah. And uh, you, uh... uh, I'm going to go, uh... Told me to, uh... The poor guy with the transcripts. He didn't get a script. He got the movie. (laughs) Yeah, and he's keeping up pretty well. He's doing a good job. He's not doing every every uh. But I want to get a right. subtitle guy on the show sometime. We should call up a company yeah, that has someone that. who does subtitles. So what's that like? <laughs> Do it for like a really exciting movie. <laughs> I don't want to hear about the subtitles for a really boring film. <laughs> yeah, really. What would be a great movie to have subtitles for? <laughs> Virtually no dialogue. So wait a second. So they, the tour they go on. They go to the Tyrannosaur paddock, and then they go past it. And then they come back at some point. And then they come back to it at some point. In different vehicles. Mm-hmm. Why, would that, why would that be that way? <laughs> that looked just like the other vehicles. No, no. Uh, isn't, it, isn't it the um, – they 
when the storm hits, they're like, uh, call them back, and they, they turn no, them around. No, no. Here's what's happening. Because, Brian, think about it. What you're just looking at, that little, that little corner that we sort of think of as the, the T-Rex paddock, is just one part of it. Because when they're at the part where the Tyrannosaurus attacks them, there's a huge cliff right there that the truck falls off. Well, but, but they but see the goat. No, it's, the cliff is on the other side. The cliff is on the other side of the road. That, that, that's often pointed to as a mistake, but it's not. But, the, it, but it, they, they do go back to the same spot because it's all about so where the goat go. What the hell? Okay, paying yeah. attention now. Let's see what happens here. Yeah. It's like, where, why do they go back and what happened to the electric cars and why do they leave those? Because it was, they're in the electric cars. No, they're in the, they they're in the and... gas-powered Jeeps now. No, they're, they're, no, they're, they're, they're off-roading. They were just off-roading there. No, they were no, going no, through was... the road. That's, oh, good they're Lord. They're just on the track. This is bad, the bad theme park design and all of these people should be eaten. <laughs> this is the stupidest theme park design I've ever seen. They're not well, theme park you know, they designers. They're engineers. Yeah, well, there you go. It's the law of unintended consequences. You can, <laughs> just because you can clone dinosaurs doesn't mean you know how to design a theme park, kids. <laughs> go with the experts. Okay, science. I remember science the music being lot, very bling, bling, yeah. right there. So this is a pretty sexy way to store your dinosaur embryos. I was going to say yeah. Terry Gilliam yeah. lit this laboratory. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yoink, yoink, and yoink. Was, it was like, and helpfully labeled, too. That's nice. It's a nice focus pull there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> this is yeah. a nice way to add, you know, imaginary depth to the film by just here's all these other dinosaurs that you're never going to see. Right, that's right. But we can print their Whatever names. That is. Print yeah. their names yeah. and put a jar of apple juice there. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah. Some tall guy is just stoked that he wasn't saying it's Americanosaurus, and if this is a so he was like pulling out an encyclopedia, like what the fuck is he saying? And it's not suspicious can of Barbasol shaving cream that I'm just carrying around. Why, why do you have a can of shaving cream on your desk? It would be more suspicious if you had a beard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's got a, That's true, he's yeah. got a slappy, cleanly shaved face. It's not it's my fine. face I shave. Get out of my personal life. Okay, no more questions. Thanks. You okay. should go get on the boat. Put them on through customs. That's yeah, fine. that's right. You, you can go on right on no through. No more questions. You're good. No more questions for you, sir. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, that's what you're talking about. I'm going to yeah. go as that sound effect for Halloween. So apparently right. the, the different sections of Jurassic Park are as gerrymandered as a regular congressional district. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <It's> true, <yeah. laughs> there are borders going everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Democrats have never won the Tyrannosaurus paddock. Never once. <laughs> not, in, not in its entire history. Now, this is actually a movie that has mostly been forgotten and is, is certainly interesting to watch now. is uh, Westworld, which we, Crichton wrote and also directed. It was his, uh, one of his only forays into directing one of his own projects, and he wasn't a director, and uh, it shows in Westworld. Um, Westworld's a pretty silly idea, and Jurassic Park actually recycles a lot of ideas from Westworld. <laughs> uh, Westworld is about a, a resort you go to where uh, half the people are robots, and you can live, be in the Wild West, and if the people are robots, you can actually shoot and kill them with real guns um and and then of course the robots go crazy and all the scientists who normally could be able to shut the robots down all get trapped in their control room and uh, and can't do anything about it so so you know 25 years later Crichton says that was a good idea no one remembers that i'll just use it again here that sounds like it needs with a dinosaurs that, yeah. that could be a really cool movie now. yeah the robots not so much but uh, if i do it with dinosaurs it'll work that is a big man yeah well, it w- well he was shot from a low angle he has his own Let's area fair, code yeah. He has his own gravitational pull. Now, come on. They're not – okay, he's – okay, that's him. That's not them on the track. Fair enough. All right. He's off-roading. This is a beautifully planned I idea. love how these signs are designed so that you can make the arrows point wherever you want to. Yeah. Yes. Spins it yeah. in a second. So they're not really good at anything. It's, yeah. they're, they're just kind of fucked in terms of infrastructure. That's sort of their whole thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, well, isn't that a great human failing is you focus so much on the, on the most difficult section of a, of a task – that the you easy kind thing of, you just totally the easy yeah. stuff you half ass and then yeah. that comes to back, back to bite you. That that cigarette is he's he's just smoking on a filter at that point. It's the eternal kind the of eternal gross. cigarette. 
Oh, here it is. Uh, no, I mean, uh, uh. it has like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. Oh, so, he's, I like the he's... animated GIF. In Photoshop. Hate it's Photoshop yeah, with a ruler on it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's, look at it. I think it's, it's like, it's like it's someone's moving the mouse the and like, you know, doing the transform live. Yeah. It's probably After Effects 1.1 1. 1 right there. <laughs> yeah, could be. So we're finally going to get to some hey, serious hey, dinosaur hey, action. I'm out here still. Now we have to... Okay, okay. you are going to have to explain this cliff thing to me because I still okay. don't get it. That's, the, that's one side. Okay. The dinosaur thing is the other side of this road. That's where the cliff is. Uh, what? But the but the T Rex eats the goat right there, and then comes through the fence uh-huh. and pushes the sh- pushes the car to the other side of the road oh. where there's a cliff. We'll see. We've only seen one yeah. side of it so far, so they yeah. could be right. They. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're gonna see some some hot dinosaur action here, and and we're you know again, you know, we're an hour in. We're about to get some more dinosaurs. Hey, right. woo! Um, you know, enough with the setup. On with the show, and it's been well done. And and you're going to see some really nice, um, and it's great when it's done well, integration of a real, honest-to-God, giant, full-scale, robotic Stan Winston dinosaur yep. coupled with very nice ILM digital dinosaur IL- animated at Tippett Studio with the digital input device and then sent to ILM for, for finishing. Digital input device meaning an armature with sensors on it? Mm-hmm. So they would just basically just stop motion, but then they would be able to render it with motion with, with motion blur. You, you, you capture it frame by frame or in, in any number That's of frames cool. you That's want. That's a great idea. And, well, yeah, they won a technical Oscar for it. Um, <laughs> Isn't that what you ended up doing on Starship Troopers for a Exactly. Long it, was, it was still called the DID. The DID sometimes is called the dinosaur input device when, and probably was at the time when we basically adapted the same idea to do Starship Troopers with. Some of Starship Troopers. We, didn't, we also used keyframe animation. But um, it was then called the digital input device. It was still called the DID. Oh, and here comes the big classic uh, Jurassic Park shot. The another moment where it's like fucking Spielberg. Yeah, and, it actually, you know, it's actually fucking Mike Lanteri. Right. Um, <laughs> Mike Lanteri is almost always, if not always, the physical effects guy mm-hmm. who works on Spielberg's movies. Right around the same time as when they were doing Hook. And this, um, they had, they actually had a. A, a, a guitar yeah, yeah. They, couldn't, well, they, they didn't know how to, they, they couldn't make do it. it do it they did yeah. there was they didn't know how to make it do it and then Lanteri came up with the guitar string theory which uh, worked he just taped a guitar string under the dashboard and just went playing yeah. yeah, the dashboard itself is basically the sounding board of mm-hmm. a of a you know weird of a guitar, gu- of a guitar it's maybe way. it's the power trying to come back on i, I can't imagine someone didn't just go like with their finger and just go tap cuz it doesn't give you that circular just, ripple yeah you need the it just makes a slosh the, yeah. Yes. The one of the, the Oscar-winning physical effects guy didn't think of that one. It's one of those things when you go, yeah, and I want to see the glass of water go, and you go, oh, that's a piece of cake. Until you try and do it and realize it doesn't happen like that in real life. You have to do something extra fancy. Ah, goat leg thrown by a guy off camera. That's a freaky moment, though. Up yep. oh, here we go. So there we go. Okay. I love that. that the T Rex is like, hold on a second. Oh yeah. Hey, this seems to not be hurting me when I touch it. Why he thought to test it just then, I don't know. But so okay, this thing. So there you go, robot shoot dinosaur. For about two minutes, and then it got so soaked that the, it wouldn't run. It you would. can it, actually it, almost see it right there. You it's can, moving very little, but it's a little herky. You can see it in the making of. The electronics would get wet, and it would start to vibrate, and it would just sort of sit there and like shake. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Poor dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> the the it's in it's in the making of. You can see the clip of it. Um, so, so again, it's, it's going to be cutting back and forth and back and forth. But basically, anytime you see the, 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 the key is when you see the, the dinosaur down to the ground, you're seeing the digital. And if you're seeing it from the knees up or the waist so up. So what goes into making a 35-foot foam rubber moving dinosaur? A lot of hydraulics and millions and millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people animating a lot of little well, I'm toggles. assuming you're, you're building a critter for every, like, two different shots. Like, this will do like this, but that's about it. 
Pretty much. I mean, it's like, you know, you look at it, you you can see that all it does, here you go, digital. Um, digital. All it shot lo- number seven. In our, yes, seven, in this our film. seventh shot, our seventh, <laughs> our seventh CGI animation shot. Um, and, and a good one it is. God, and, and, awesome. and they raise the bar for themselves because it's in the rain and it's interactive mud and so on. And it's, you know, it's pretty tricky stuff. You know, so it's, you know, it's well done. It's, it's, there's no question that the few shots they did, they did really, really well. And, and we haven't addressed it yet, but the sound design, especially for the dinos, the, the, all of the, the animal noises they stuff? make. Uh, I, I don't know it, if, it's I don't know if Ben Burt did this. Uh, I don't think it is, but, but it's really incredible work. Uh, because because it, it's it's the kind of work where you're like that sounds like I think that was just a handoff. That was a nice handoff. Yeah, you had digital <laughs> digital kind of banged its head and then they or pan- no, the, the real one banged its head. The real one hang, banged its head one. and the digital one walked away. Walked yes, away. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I misspoke. But yeah. So back to making thirty five foot pomember dinosaurs. Yeah, that's, look how fast that thing fucking moved. That's why yeah. they stopped when it started getting jittery. They're yeah. like, this thing moves its head at hundred yeah, no, miles it, per hour. A if giant, you can't control it. A giant hydraulic thing can also crush and destroy people, and and they've they've, they've come for me a couple of times. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> I'm here to tell you, don't ever trust a giant hydraulic anything because mm-hmm. it will it will kill you if it can this is another iconic there's a lot of iconic shots and moments in yeah. here and that was probably that was probably a puppet where they're like okay the eye goes like yeah, yeah. okay it, that- moved, it moves so fast that there might also be some some skip framing going you know some some mm-hmm. speed change going on here i'm not sure i wasn't actually on the film i i did how when they were pre-production on this film i i and some people i was working with at the time we went and met with rick carter never met with spielberg when they were going okay can we do mechanical dinosaurs i was a group that we went in to pitch our way of how we would do giant full-scale mechanical dinosaurs um and we gave them our pitch about how we would approach it um they ultimately went with winston but we got the meeting and that was fun um how, how did your pitch differ from what winston was going to do winston it, it wasn't any different in fact my pitch was winston's going to hire the same exact guys i will if you give me the 20 million dollars um but uh, winston you know, had the shop existing and had the had the name and and the reputation. You know, and, and uh, that's fair. That's you know, that's how it works. Um, we were going to go a little bit more uh, robotic. Ours ours was a little bit more under the hood. Um, our approach. I mean, it would have been exactly the same. It's hydraulics and programming and sculpting and putting a rubber skin on things. And uh, like I said, we would have hired as many of the same guys as, as Stan hired when he staffed up to do this movie. Um, but ours was a little bit more about about the control systems and how we were going to actually manipulate the hydraulics so that it wasn't uh, quite so clanky. Um, you know, I'm, you know, it happens all the time. Ten, you know, ten people go in to to bid on a job and talk about their approach, and someone gets the job. I, so how I, do you even put together a I, bid? I, I don't really that big. Um, you just do it. Okay. I mean, but do they, but do they give you boards where it's like we need these twenty five shots? How many dinosaurs do you need to build to make? They, uh, they well, the book was out. And that's why that's why I read Jurassic Park because I, I was getting ready for the meeting. So you know, there was no script to look at that they gave us anyway. Um, there were some boards. Um, oh God! <laughs> he runs out, and goes, "I got to do this." <clears throat> oh shit! This is what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I just did this. But then, then he's like, "Oh, why?" Yeah. He's it, like it, we w- it would have gone away if if Malcolm hadn't done this yeah. basically. The the input device that uh, this is serious too. Look at it's handheld and he's got the thing yeah, chasing him. Good and stuff. This is a shot. Nicely man. done. The uh, the input device that's now in a glass case at Tippett Studio um, actually has a little toy car as well on its back. You know because they they had, a, they had a little toy car for reference for the attacking the car scene when they were animating it. So here's the here's a digital stunt double handoff. You know people. You can quibble about this and that, but you know, first digital stunt double this well, and that. Bam, you know, right like if you want to, you know, argue about what this it is, is, there's one of your shots. Yeah, and uh, everyone cheered. Yeah, <laughs> when that guy yeah. got shook like a yeah, dog. kill that lawyer. 
It's good to have people you can indiscriminately hate. Yeah. Yeah, so they and, can be And lawyers are, are always an easy target. Lawyers and Nazis. Lawyers and Nazis and, and guys from the government. Oh, um, God. What about a Nazi lawyer? From the government. From the government. From, from, from yeah. the government. Well, Nazi would be implied well, he's from the government, yeah. So. Another iconic shot. I, I don't see any names I recognize in the, in the sound department, but well done, all of you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So let's see. We're up to we're up to maybe as many as fifteen digital dinosaur yeah. rats now. Yeah, we stopped counting. Yeah, but real feet, awesome. Mm-hmm. Michael Lanteri with the spinning car that doesn't kill actors—that's not easy. So basically, they just made a big rubber puppet and it did a few things, and they just shook it in the rain until they got a good shot. Yeah, and and in fact, I as I it's been a while since I've read or seen the making of, but I, I think you know the thing is so big when you look. Build look, stuff- he's pushing it back towards where he came from. Well, let's see. When you when Can you talk about and now, now they're going to go to the earth. No, damn no, it! This, this doesn't a, make sense. Yeah. It's a it's kind of a big okay. continuity error. Okay, fair enough. There's the broken wire, so I'll I'll, I'll yeah. Buy and that. then how did the T Rex get over that cliff? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's adjacent to where the goat goes. I guess so. Yeah, it's, I've always however to, however it's look it, at that. It doesn't make any however sense. once again. Well, right. no, see see the lip over the left. That's where the goat oh, was. This is okay. a big drop off. Fair enough. However, I will say again, bad theme park design that you've created a place where well the T Rex could just go over this edge and be in a whole other section of the park. <laughs> That's a bad idea. So, yeah, they could have done a little better about establishing how it works. And, yeah, you know. But um, this is good, uh, good suspense. This is creation. this is a great moment. Uh, another uh, d- the digital a little car, little a digi card almost makes work, it. Doesn't yeah. something not quite right about it? And that's always a hard thing to do. Real car falling into a real tree, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's why Here that works. That's there he goes. Sound effect. Yeah, <laughs> gentlemen, we've got a sound yeah. that'll scare you forever. And it's yeah. a good it's a good roar. It's I, a good, I, good and roar. you know what's funny is that something about I don't know. It, it, it's obviously a choice on the animators and whoever whoever said. Guess what? That thing needs to tilt its head. Mm-hmm. But now, even when you see that clip of that cat that's pissed off at the vet on YouTube, uh-huh. and he's that little orange cat in that cage, and you're like, mm. and it does that, it's like screaming at you, and then it tilts its head, you're like, ah! Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's why, I'm sure that's why they had the animation. Well, that's, that's one of the, it. again, that's one of Phil's things is, you know, we, we're, there are just keys that we recognize, like, what predators do, and what, you know, this is what animals do when they're angry, this, there's, there's body language, right. and Phil is always that very... is going to... Fuck you. Phil is always, Phil is, Phil is always very big on, you know, yes, you can invent behaviors to a certain extent, but at the end of the day, we're making a movie and the audience has to get it. So, right. you know, that's why, that's why it, you, know, you can see that theory. It's shorthand, basically. You can see that theory going on in Starship Troopers because that thing on the front of a warrior bug is not its mouth. That's a big pincher claw. That's not what it eats with. It's a weapon. And yet we used it as a mouth in Starship Troopers because it looks like a mouth. So if we didn't use it like a mouth, you wouldn't get it. So they, they talk with it even though that's not their mouth. That clamper on the front is a weapon and not a, not a voice box. But that uh, – yeah, that's – talking about the sound effect, um, when, I was, when I was at UCLA, they were always having construction and stuff. And there was like some crane or something that was so like old and rusty, it literally made that sound. Like it made a sound like a T-Rex. Early one morning, nice. right outside my window, and everyone <laughs> ran like hell. Scariest fucking day! Oh god, it's real! My li- I just woke up like, oh, I like, I was like, I thought the dinosaurs had come, and I was totally <laughs> freaked. And then I looked outside, and I'm like, I can't believe that just. I have happened. a ter- I have a terribly politically incorrect story that have happened to a friend of mine. that's similar to that. I don't know if I should tell it because it's it's when we do it when we do a night of the Li- when we do a zombie movie, okay. I will tell that okay. story. Remind me when There's we get also, to a zombie movie. Did you ever see the clip of the? Uh, Guy had a cabinet and the screw it was screwed so tightly that it creaked when you opened it. Yeah. And it sounded exactly like Chewy. Yeah. Like oh, nice. exact it sounds like Chewy. Just every time you open it, it's like 
Now, now, story-wise, I'm a little... By this point, it's like, Wayne Knight should have already been dead and gotten out of this movie by now. We're kind of over the... the you know, we don't care about his story anymore. He's already accomplished his story point, which is to shut down the park and put the real characters in jeopardy. And yet, we're still spending a lot of time following him... And he's ultimately just going to die, and the Barbasol can is going to be right is going to lead die, to nothing. I think. I think we could have but seen him die in fewer moments of screen time. That's we true. already had yeah. the setup with the Dilophosaurus that we didn't see in the beginning, yeah. mm-hmm. and then the the moment where they're talking about shooting deadly poison. So you know you got to fulfill that somehow. So. Yeah, I remember before uh, before the movie came out, everyone's like, "I want to see the spitting dinosaur." So <laughs> this is totally because that's so hard to do. Yeah. To it. <laughs> Now, of course, what we're about to see with the um, the frilliness is not what people That's think Dilophosaurus <laughs> have. They just liked it because it looks scary as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice puppet. Nice puppet going mm-hmm. on there. So, yeah, as, as I recall, and I you know look it up, and I could be wrong, but the you know, the T Rex. Because it's not, you know, for everything you see of the mechanical T-Rex, there's 10,000 tons more equipment off camera that makes it actually function. Um, I I think the set had to be rearranged around the T-Rex because the T-Rex wasn't really that mobile. It's not like, oh, put the T-Rex over there for the next shot. It's like, no, we we move everything to where the T-Rex is whenever possible. Oh, we haven't seen it go crazy yet. We're about, to, we're about to see it Hulk out on it, him. It's the one that's in the truck, isn't, oh, yeah, it? Yeah, isn't yeah. it? The one that's, that's right. Yeah, no, we see him do it before. Here we go, and he kind of does it for no reason. Oh, he's cute. Still. He's adorable. He's a little thing. Look at him. Yeah. he's all pretty. The only man that does seem like something that would happen, though. Yeah. You know, that that's a real animal thing. That's not the Dilophosaurus, but yeah. But there, well, there are fringe yeah, lizards sure. that, that do that. They have that thing. Oh, you bitch. And it's basically dissolving his eyes now. Yeah. Owie. Owie, owie. Oh. Oh, comedy. Exactly. And here, here we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's this Like, shot. we follow this down. It's not just one shot, too. Yes. Like, okay, we follow right. it. It gets, a, it gets a miniseries of its own. <laughs> it's like a special feature. Exactly. So I always thought it was important, and then it never was. Oh, for Pete's sake. Clever girl. <laughs> yeah. And then even now, it's like... Pan away to the fireplace, and it's just, (laughs) it's the thing getting covered in mud. It's like, why did you spend so much time on that can if you're not going to do anything with it? On a filmmaking level, what it reminds me me of is that scene in Shawshank where he's getting raped and the camera just leaves. Uh The camera's just like, you get it. Right. We're going to leave now. And there's nowhere else to go but that can, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, maybe, I think that, maybe what's that saying is that what the, he failed. Get the, it? Yeah, he the, failed. The point and he died for failed. nothing. The point of that shot is yeah. stop thinking about that can. It's out, it's out of the story now. But of course, it just made me think about it yeah, more. Exactly. Because <laughs> he spent so much time on it. Spielberg made that shot for you, Michael, and you just didn't go for I it. Know, I, he, try, he was trying to help you. He was <laughs> trying to save you years of worrying about what the sequel would be about. 16 years, people. <laughs> it's bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, you give him points for trying. Yeah. <laughs> This is a this is a decent action beat. It's here, a it's a it's a nice it's a great suspense bit and and not a speck of dinosaur. Again, yeah. they're maximizing like well let's see we got about ninety percent of the dinosaurs can't be in the movie so <laughs> let's let's drop a car from a tree you know, that's yeah, cheaper right here, here is where you uh, <laughs> yeah yeah at least yeah. at least it's a technology that we know will work and we won't look yeah. like idiots on opening night um, yeah at that time Na- nowadays they'd be like drop a car from a tree let's just yeah. put some more dinosaurs we'll just, in yeah let's we'll see yeah, can't why, we put why, dinosaurs why, why, why in there are you wasting our time yeah and money we'd actually have to pay people to put a car in a tree that's crazy talk who could do that 
I actually, so a lot of people, you know, this is this is where people really start to get sick of this kid. I think in the scene, <laughs> it's like just let him die already. We're, the kid clearly is meant to die. Yeah, he's just he's not he's not he's not worth saving. Um, but I do I do like the punchline. Actually, when I finally did see this movie, I, I did laugh out loud at the final punchline at the end when he goes, "Well, at least you're out of the you're, we're out of the tree." <laughs> you know, that's the way that scene pays off is nice. See, like I said, I was this kid, so I'm like, get him out of the car, <laughs> get him out of the car. <laughs> now, this, uh, the, I just recently saw the, I guess if he had died, I think I might have been destroyed I guess it's forever. The Lost World. Isn't, is it The Lost <laughs> well, like, World? Right, the, the movie off now. Yeah. Is The Lost World the second one where they end up in San Diego and they yes. do the thing? Um, you know, they, they basically took this idea and they just, you know, spent another $10 million on it. The whole idea of the, the whole, the, those, their, their Maximogs hanging off the cliff and the rope right, hanging right, through right. it and yeah, then she, yeah. her laying on the pane of glass that's cracking and the cliff is a million miles below. Yeah. It's like this, 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 this scene redone to the nth degree. Right. Um, and it's not, it's not bad, but it's really kind of like, wow, it's, you're just like, how can we top that other one? Let's make it with a bigger car and a bigger drop and, and have the dinosaurs well, in it. A, and accordion thing, so even the car is swinging from the car. Yeah. Be, <laughs> and, we're gonna, and there's glass. And we're going to have uh, that – remember that lawyer guy from – we're going to have a guy who's going to be on the West Wing soon get eaten by dinosaurs <laughs> and pulled in half, and it's just going to be awesome. You're going to love this guy in like five years. I, yeah. love, I love how they're like, oh, God, here it comes. Let's not climb in a circle. Let's just <laughs> yeah. go straight down. Don't climb away from it that would not be well you it's know like you, people know how riptides work right it's the same yeah, thing go sideways parallel, don't parallel, go down yeah. perpendicular perpendicular <laughs> serpentine well it's like you know if, if a terminator is driving down the street with a tanker truck chasing you run down the middle of the street don't right don't exactly. don't, don't turn don't 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 duck in an alley or something yeah, they could be thinking a little clearer. But then again, yeah. they were just attacked by a Tyrannosaurus <laughs> course, Rex. I'm, I'm, so. I'm not that great a climber. I think I'd probably just be kind of going, well, down I can handle. I think I'll go down. That's true. Down might be my, pl- my plan here. So Now, this is go Mike Lantieri. And it is kind of sad that nowadays some douchebag probably would say, we should do it digitally. In, right. In which case, it would look like ass. Right. right now. And, oh, great stuff. And then the They little, do this twice, th- Here's actually. the punchline, you know, they we're back in the car again. <laughs> You're out of the tree. I, I think I, that's a funny joke to me. I think that's a good joke. They they do that twice where where they they just barely fit into this hole of a thing coming crashing down. Like they do that with the rib cage in uh, in the command center as well. Always, oh, that's right. Yeah, Buster Keaton. It's an homage to Buster Keaton. Mm-hmm. Or I'd like to think it is a good transition yeah. because you've you've just spent five or ten minutes watching that car get beat to shit, and then you, you sort of. Even in that short amount of time, you get used to it. And then you cut back and you see the other one and you're like, oh, that's what that thing just went through. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> that's not good. Again? <laughs> that's like another, that's yeah. a nice line. Yeah, a good. nice line. Got to give him credit for that one. And, uh, but, but again, it's, it's not – we don't see it. We just see the reactions and yeah. that's worse. <laughs> yeah. So you can, you can see that this is the guy who made Jaws. He just oh, – yeah. he had $100 million more dollars. And, uh, and no one trying to stop him. Exactly. And, and the dinosaurs to... worked this time. Yeah. Got to see a good deal more of them. Even though he didn't have Verna Field anymore to cut around the bad moments. But somebody did. I, I do love Jeff Goldblum's character. I mean, I'm, I know that goes without saying, but just... Jeff Goldblum is great. He's like... Di- he's like Dying of blood loss, and he still manages still to snarky. be sarcastic. <laughs> still <laughs> that's, snarking. That's a guy I can respect. Gotta love that guy. Jeff Goldblum is great in the sense that he, it's always him. <laughs> hey, you know it's always him, but he's still, whatever the situation is, you fully believe Jeff Goldblum is in that situation. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like, 
this this is the movie where Sam Jackson hadn't reached the point where all he had to do was show up and be Sam Jackson and collect a paycheck. But this is the movie that since then Jeff Goldblum just has to show up and meet Jeff Goldblum and he gets a paycheck for it. It's yeah. like, that guy who did in Jurassic Park, do that guy. That's what we want. Okay. Well, he's been doing this since The Fly, though. Well, he wasn't this guy in The Fly. He wasn't this cool in The Fly. He was, he was this cool in Earth Girls Are Easy. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing green fur in Earth Girls Are Easy. Wow. I love how he, you know, because he's a mathematician, so he's like, uh, <laughs> I know what's happening. Yeah, mathematicians always know what's up first. And I love the fact that he's talking to himself. <laughs> I'm fairly alarmed here. <laughs> Who am I talking to? Mathematicians talk to themselves all the time. This is a good shot here. I believe it's the same shot. Right I believe now. it is. He's going to come yep, smack here he, here he comes. Hello, yep. digital. Hello. But the stuff, uh, he collides with some tree branches or whatever, and this, oh, focus pull. That was yeah. oh, wow. yeah. hardcore. Yeah, there, it's a practical tree and a digital dinosaur yeah. smacking Coming it. up is the very first, con- there it is, very mm. first continuity error I ever knew about. Because it says, you know, objects in mirror closer uh-huh. than they appear, but that does not actually exist on the <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. also, yeah, that, was, that yeah. was a real tree. That real tree and a digital and dinosaur. But, um, and, and isn't it, don't mirrors work the opposite way? Aren't things closer than they appear? Yeah, well, it looked like it was going to eat the car <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. in the mirror. <laughs> and, well, that's a the no, far no, it, side it, joke. It right? makes things farther than they appear. It's like it, doesn't the, doesn't the warning label on a real mirror that does that a magnifying mirror no. actually say it says objects in mirror are closer than they appear. Okay, so it's, fair so, enough. so, so it, it's basically okay. giving you a wider field of view so you can see more. But it's like it's right behind. It's right you. behind you. Think it's, it's way behind it's, you, but it's right. Behind it's a wide angle effect. Fair that's enough. That's the. Okay. Uh, there was the far side where it's uh, it's a guy looking into a mirror that says that, and there's just an eye filling the mirror. <laughs> yeah, <no. Uh-oh. laughs> yeah. So we're probably cracked into the 20s of digital dinosaur shots by now. Right, yeah. yeah. Somewhere around there. So it might even as high as 30. <laughs> I think we're thing. still within tw- the 20s. Yeah, I don't think we've cracked 30 yet. It doesn't feel like we have. And the, but the next time we see him, there is the close-up. Or no, that's a practical one. The other the, ones the, are in the background, the, and they're digital. The sneezy one? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's another uh, rubber. Nice tree, I guess. I remember seeing them uh, in the behind-the-scenes, like, doing the thing with the chainsaw where they cut it out of styrofoam. And I remember that blowing my mind, like, more than the yeah. computer dinosaurs. That, that, I'm like, they make trees out of the cup stuff? That's good tree. <laughs> that's, that's some good tree sculpting, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, you know, the scenic artists who can sculpt trees and sculpt believable rocks are, mm-hmm. have always impressed me. It's, it's, it's a very spe- specialized skill. Yeah. And you can, and and you can it, see when they don't get those guys. Like sometimes you'll see a rock face in a movie. Like, whoa! <laughs> Someone just went hacking at that one. <laughs> yes. They were just making that one up as they went along. Now, this is interesting. I had actually forgotten about this because it – they. I guess somebody on Jurassic Park 3 had watched this one because <laughs> because because they do the thing they where he that. imitates the velociraptor with like a skull ocarina, right? And he he like makes the noises for them and it's I I was always like, "Wow, that's really kind of reaching." But they established that he could imitate dinosaur sounds of dinosaurs he's never met before. But it's still yeah. <laughs> right here. And, they, Although, and he had met them by the time of Jurassic Park 3, so maybe I need to give yeah, him that's, a little bit more. Yeah, that's that's a whole school of thought is is <laughs> look- Well, I don't know if that's so much Jurassic Park 3 not reaching. I think it's still reaching here. <laughs> Fair enough. It's like, okay, you're making dinosaur noises when you've only first seen a dinosaur in person. 
six hours ago. Right. Well, well they, to be fair, I can't do that thing with the blade of grass and the Indian sound. Yeah. So, oh. well, but they, who that, am I to judge? That's one of the things that they are doing is by examining the the structure of dinosaurs. You know. Larynxes oh, yeah, and so on. They actually go. Well, this is probably what they did sound like. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, they have been able to do that with the uh, the Parasolophilus, the one that has the big horn kind right. of shape in the back, and that's actually a giant air cavity through which they force yeah, air that's and the, make noises. It's, it's the one that you see <laughs> they're moving. just looking at it like what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> they're like every time I'm every time I pump air into it, it makes a different noise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> Well, that's a that's let's, let's fill it with mucus and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a bong, like a giant bong. <laughs> you want to get really high, drink the mucus afterwards. <laughs> My God, <laughs> there's a little moment because, of course, it's established he doesn't like kids, but now he has to be their daddy. Yeah. And protect them. There's character. Oh, that's called an arc. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, they- it's it's an arc that took place right in the center of the movie, yeah. <laughs> and we're moving. And on. it's done. Get yeah. that out of the way. Because these people are just basically. And he dropped his raptor claw. Oh, he'll get a fresh one. He should have been. He should have become like the Ahab. He's like, I'm getting me a new one, and just. <laughs> Like when when they're being chased by the raptors later, he just chops one of their toes off. <laughs> so this runs is the away with it. This is the ice cream scene, isn't it? The ice it? cream scene. Where I, many people got miffy about the ice cream scene. I like the ice cream scene. Why did they get miffy about it? Just because they thought it was like, wow, just you're interrupting my dinosaur movie with characters talking what? about feelings. By the way, right now, look at the table in front of Laura Dern. Okay, what about six feet before that? Oh yeah! Right. Oh, cut. in a second, just, she just leans over and cut, gets her still cut, 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 yeah. Well, there's please. a big, there's a big tub now there in front is. of her. No, it was there in the other one. It's six <laughs> yeah. feet in front of her. Six ah. feet away. See, and still six feet away. It's That's on true. the other table. It's on his table. Why is she sitting there? <laughs> it's like citi- there, we lit the other side. Can you have a seat yeah. over there? It's like Citizen Kane by dining yeah. room table here. Let's watch for this moment. I, I, this I ha- is really. I, I, I'm glad that they went to this because think of what he's going through. He just killed his grandchildren. This is what <laughs> yeah. he's going through right now. Might as well have some ice cream. I do, <laughs> exactly. buy, I do buy that as far as uh, human behavior. Like, well, I'm gonna have some ice cream because tomorrow I'm gonna be indicted. Right, and it's and it's you know they're talking about you know again just the basics of screenwriting. It's all subtext. They're talking about everything but yeah. what is bothering him right now. <laughs> exactly. He's like, yeah, it all made sense every every step of the way. It all made sense what was going on, and then next thing yeah, you know, because what's really going on is he built a, a giant circus for his grandkids, and <laughs> yeah. the circus and the circus ate, ate them. <laughs> as far as he knows, yeah. Is is it this movie with the Pirates of the Caribbean joke? Or is yes. yes, okay, yes. which is awesome. Have we heard it already? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, yeah. we haven't had that. No. Joke I, yet. I do remember that being probably the biggest laugh, yeah. Of, yeah. of the movie in the theater, and rightly so. It's a good line. And the, and of course, this is why you get this guy <laughs> for this role, because th- this is the moment where he's got to just tear it up. A name not devoid of merit, and he's right. Yeah, I'm sorry, but I don't agree with the end point of this movie with its, <laughs> with its theme, its premise. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, you don't do that. That's bad. It's like no, I, okay, no. fine. Sometimes well, well, science. No, sometimes I, it we do it up. all the time. I give it. I'll give you that. Sometimes science screws up. But taken as a whole, gotten a lot more sure. from science. It, sure. it, well, works, I, it works, I would, bitches. I would say occasionally it works, bitches. Yes, yeah. it's, it's more like it's more like take just think about it a little bit. Y- yes, think about it a little bit no. before you go implementing it. I mean, it's it's almost the same as any movie about uh, uh, you know the the 
overlord computers that become self-aware right. and take control. I mean, it's basically it's like you got go through the steps and make sure we're safeguarded at each one instead of just going. You know what we could do and just going straight there. <laughs> Let's try this. <laughs> yeah. As a joke, now that they, they've actually been developing robots that actually can run on blood, <laughs> you know, literally. And the joke is kind of like, that's not a good idea. <laughs> what happens when we stop giving it to them yeah. voluntarily? What if they go, hey, I'm kind of hungry. Hello. If he's like Audrey 2 in ro- you know, robot yeah. form. <laughs> you know, so like, What's that? Oh, it's my robot. He seems hungry. Yep. There she goes. She is a tall person, though. Yeah. I mean, she could have reached those. No feet. human could reach five feet She's like a brontosaurus. And she has a spoon, which adds another six inches to her to her reach. Spared no expense. That's a recurring. Line. Yeah, yeah. We did, didn't address it, but now it's now he's throwing it back in his own face, basically. Yeah, he's kind of like, yeah, really expensive. Boy, this was a lot of money. I should have done. Well, this. he's saying he's saying we spared no expense, but we still fucked up. And really, they did actually spare an expense. They spared the wrong one. They didn't give Nedry enough money. Although they they did give him what he asked for. He just decided he, he needed it. more because he blew it. Well, yeah. Not that the movie goes into this topic at all, but you, you can ask anyone who who talks about you know designs security systems. I want my brontosaurus back. Describe anyway. de- design security systems for anything whatsoever, whether it be a computer hack proof security system or whatever. Anyone will tell you about the 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 failing of any security system is always the people who are actually operating it. Um, you know, the easiest way the to get pe- what's that? The button pushers. The people who are actually operating it. The easiest way to get a password is to call up someone's secretary and ask her nicely, "Hey, I lost the password. Can you give it to me?" And find the one that will tell you. You know, that's the that's that's what security people will tell you. It's the social equation is always where security falls apart. So you know, that's you can you could give them, you know, deduct points for them for saying yes, we've designed a perfectly great system here, and we didn't pay enough attention people enough attention to the douchebags who actually operate the system because that's where the system is going to fail. They're going to fail it. They're the weak link yeah and that's exactly right jurassic park would have been fine if nedry the douchebag hadn't sabotaged the entire right. park for bucks right you know that's pretty nasty i have to admit it gets in her mouth Ugh. yeah Okay, I'm she t- gets pretty messed up. Yeah, <laughs> she goes through a lot. Movie. This kid, she actually does. She's the one who gets like the most damage. And I hope her. I hope her residuals put her through college because <laughs> they, they 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 pretty much gave her like a token appearance in the second one, and then they just didn't they just write mm-hmm. her off at that point. They get, I think they, they should bring the kids back. If they do a fourth one, they should bring the kids back. Yeah, because because now they're looking to be like in their well, mid twenties. The exactly. In, in Pacific, the new band of brothers yep. miniseries. He is. I actually saw him That's at a awesome. burger joint the, uh, like a week or two Good ago. He was I, just leaving. I'm like, hey, I know who that is. I would never recognize him. Timmy? Exactly. <laughs> you finally got off the island, did you? <clears throat> off of one beach and onto another. Exactly. I'm not sure which one is worse, frankly. <laughs> at least the dinosaurs aren't shooting at him. <laughs> dinosaurs yeah. with guns. Dinosaurs with yeah. guns. That's a movie. You know what? It it's, might it's, be. It's been a movie, hasn't it? It's been several... You know they do need to make they a Dino toys. Riders movie. I those toys. Dino Riders. Dino Riders. No, they need to make that movie. Seriously though, they do. <laughs> I think they've talked about it. <laughs> okay. They had like mind control helmets and they yes. were like tanks and lasers, and, and, lasers yeah. and stuff. Well, oh. they did Dragon Wars, which was certainly an approximation of that. Uh, no. <laughs> and we're it, talking about D War. No, isn't that one of those? Fa- isn't that one of those fake motivational posters? Which is like a T Rex with yes. like guns on it. It's you just, can't get any more. Yeah, awesome no, you have to admit, no, there's nothing cooler than yes. this. That I, I'm pretty sure that was a that was a Dino Riders uh, image. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I think. Whoa! Look at that, look at that like romantic novel <laughs> painting. Pose. Dude, what the? Hey, Fabio, we're chasing dinosaurs over My, here. I heard that there was, and and I'd like to say this is a crazy rumor because it is, but I I. I Saw it on a number of places where I'm like, is this true? I hope not. Where they're talking about doing a Jurassic Park 4 and there's going to be some kind of weird like dinosaur-human hybrids in oh, it. Oh, God. I'm like, seriously? Like, it was it was stretching it to have the velociraptors grow feathers within 10 years. Like, oh, they've yeah. evolved. I'm like, they're, they're not even – they're one generation from the ones we saw before. Yeah. Like, are you crazy? So they've evolved. Now, now they that, know now that dinosaurs lived? No. Now that Crichton's dead, it's like, screw it. You know? Yeah. Like, I, and, and again, it's like you never know. It's like maybe they, they – you never quite know if these things are because people are just that ignorant of how things work or if they go, it's just a movie. Who cares? Um, you know, I was talking to a guy about a project I was putting together. It's, you know, it takes place 100 years in the future and he was talking about, well, maybe the animals could have all mutated. And I'm like, no, not in 100 years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although I will say, uh, you know, Sam Jackson right there. Just just dumped a lot of science shit on you, and you were listening. You were listening. Yeah. You're like, wow. Sam, Jack- Sam Jackson should give more science lectures. Maybe <laughs> exactly. people would pay attention. That would be amazing. Archaeology, do you speak it? <laughs> Let me tell you about motherfucking evolution. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Everyone would learn. Check Everyone out- would learn science. Check out the it. big brain on Darwin. <laughs> <laughs> nice shop. Everyone Hold remembers that your, line too. Yeah, Hold on to your butts. Line. Ah, fail. Hmm. Jackson fail. <laughs> Jackson fail. Epic Jackson fail. That's not even a foggy room. He just smokes that much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, if you'd stop smoking, the system might work a little better. <laughs> I think the electronics are a little kludged. The shutdown trip. The sur- all I ha- all I have to do. Oh my so God. it's the point here that he wrote some code that cannot be dealt with unless they just restart the computers. Mm-hmm. So the they computer isn't have to saving it at all. The computer has been on since its inception, and as soon as it goes off, they lose all the information well, that's been programmed into it. Well, he he ran a he ran a program that did that. So that basically, they're trying to reboot the system because the boot would not include that program he just launched. Okay. So. You, you have what, do you, what, do you, what do you do when your system hangs? Now, if you, if you watch Lost, <laughs> this backdrop will be a... Uh, that, yeah. You have to remember, it, when this movie was made, we were just barely out of the time where you had to put a disc in to make your computer do something. <laughs> like, I, re- I actually remember the, the floppies. Like, that's, that's something I remember from the old days, when they were actually floppy, mm. and the computer wouldn't do anything until you put a disc in, and yeah. it told the computer what to do with My itself. first computer did not have a hard drive. Yeah. You, had to, you had to have a disc in the drive to make it do anything. Exactly. And you couldn't really save anything. It was just to do stuff, yeah. and then to stop. <laughs> you could save stuff. You had to start over, basically. Yeah. You could save stuff, but then you had – because the operating system would load into the memory. Right. But then if you wanted to do something else that was like launch a software, you'd have to put the operating system disk back in. This was a, this uh, shot coming up was a big deal because moving it this much yeah, this is, is a um, tremendous thing. This is, you know, admittedly, this is a big breakthrough shot and, uh, and, nicely, and nicely done. And, 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 and again, that, one of those moments where they're like, how are we going to do this? Uh, I guess if we put tennis balls down, we'll be able to figure yeah. it out. If you see the original footage, you know, the way they're just tracking markers on the grass and they're just running and they and they and the, yeah, they're just looking and then they put in the dinosaurs based on where they based were on looking. their eye lines. Yeah. yeah. So, so now we're probably approaching the 30, 30 dinosaur shot level. Yeah. You know, and they've been pretty good. 
They've mm-hmm. all been pretty good. I love how he's like cackling. He's like, ha ha. Yeah. I'm showing you. <laughs> yeah. Like, they never said anything. That's right. <laughs> Let the little. The kids are fine. They're just traumatized. They don't give a shit about your fucking agenda. Yeah. They want to go. Take that, Bocker. Exactly. It's like. Let go. Let it go. Yeah. The little fat well, kid is gone. Yeah. He just can't hurt you anymore. And be like, you take that back to Bocker, and in the meantime, yeah. blow me. Yeah. You work out your issues if we live through this, okay? The little fat kid is gone. He can't hurt you anymore, okay? <laughs> just stop it. <laughs> You've got nothing to prove here. Here we go. Here's the, uh, yeah. here's the line. Pirates of the Caribbean line. But, John, if Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down. The Pirates don't eat the tours. <laughs> that was the old Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, Actually, the current one, the yeah. new one. Yeah. The new one you got to watch out. I haven't been on it since they revamped it. Oh, dude, it's rad, man. Oh, yeah? They got, like, four or five Jack Sparrows kind of hiding everywhere. And you can – it's just like, okay, what's what's oh, maybe I have technology them. in 2006 look like compared to whatever they installed in the 60s? It's like, holy – But fuck. I remember when they were actually – well, I think we've talked I about remember, it before. They're, they're the new generation Sarkos figures, which are uh, I, quite impressive. I remember the old days when they were actually chasing the wenches in order to rape them. Yeah, and now and, they're chasing them because yeah. they And then they're food. chasing them for food, yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're leaving out the political correctness that's been inj- injected into the ride. Yeah. But the um, – and once again, showing that conservatives are the ones who do political correctness, not right. liberals. Giant corporations like Disney, and you can't get more conservative than a big corporation. But, but uh, yeah, the Sarkos figures, which I feel like I've talked about in some of their commentary. But um, the new generation is, is Sarkos because that was a company that I think started in-house and then spun off and became its own company. But they have uh, this new active compliance system, which uh, which is one of the things we pitched to uh, – pitched to Jurassic Park, in fact, was active compliance. Because the thing about um, active compliance hydraulics is that it doesn't Normal hydraulic control at the time was you, you tell it to hit a mark and it hits a mark and it'll hit that mark no matter what's in its way and it'll hit that mark at the speed that you tell it to even if there's a small child in front of it it will you know smack that kid take his head off to hit that mark because hydraulics have that much power behind them. Active compliance actually will hit a mark but it isn't doesn't have that massive monstrous force behind it. If it hits an obstacle it will actually kind of go oh there's a thing. It reacts. It's more, it's, so it's, so it's, the movement of an active compliant figure is much more human because if the arm swings out, well, your whole body kind of goes if you swing your arm out really fast. A Sarkos figure does that because it's not this rigid hydraulic thing. It's got this weird give to it even though it's always fully powered and always hitting the marks you tell it to. So a Sarkos figure has – For a drunk character is perfect. Exactly. It's like Sarkos was you know, designed for, for Captain Sparrow. But, but um, Sarkos, the company, which I, I think still exists, was based in Salt Lake City. Um, and I went there to talk to them about a project around that same time. And they had a, a, a skinless Sarkos figure, human full body figure that would interact with you. And you could just walk right up to it without fear, like unlike most hydraulic equipment, which you don't want to get anywhere near if you don't have to because it will just crush you if someone hits the wrong switch. A Sarkos figure can just come up and put its hand on your shoulder and it feels like a person putting their hand on your shoulder because it's got that give to it. It won't like just drive your shoulder through your collarbone I've, by I've, smacking you. So um, I've always loved that weird moment there where – where he's like, we're being hunted. And she's like, oh, God. And he just goes, it's all right. I'm out of here. like, what? Well, then, <laughs> then I'm going to leave. You stay here, Mr. Tough Guy, but I'm going yes, to run I away can. very fast because I'm not an idiot. I always remember the, the music was a little over the top there because it's like, go now. And it's like, girl runs through forest with nothing happening. Yeah, I'm like, whoa. But don't 
my face. Nice horror <laughs> movie moment coming up here. So I think we actually were. John, pit- you got music on my face. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were, I think we actually were pitching Sarko's technology to to this production when we were talking to them about it. Um, you know, it's probably just as well they didn't go with us. You know, fine. So there's security camera footage from Sarkos's lobby of you just pushing a robot, just like, ha, this is cool. <laughs> no, it, so, no, it, no, it's their demo. They say go, go mess oh, with him, and in he'll, any, in any he'll case, shake your hand, in, and you put in your, any case, you shake your, you shake his years hand. From now, there's going to be a trial with humans on one side and robots on the other, <laughs> just and they're going to go exhibit around. A. Yeah. Look at this shit, and it's you yeah. like an asshole just pushing this thing, <laughs> shoving it. Yeah, robots are fun. It'll it's going to end with you being executed. No, it's going to be, be amazing if they programmed it. Like, every thousand shoves, it shoves you back. <laughs> it shoves you back. <laughs> hey, 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 fuck you! No. Actually, it's going to be security camera footage of some security guard actually, like, raping the Jack Sparrow figure now, at 4 a.m. <laughs> am I wrong? Or wouldn't that have to have been grounded for it to have done anything? Yeah, I was like, like I'm bird. not sure the stick would do anything. You would have, mm. have to... He could be dying right now. Yeah. Yeah. You would have to set it on the ground and then lean it yeah. against the thing. It's not like it will explode just yeah. by virtue of... That would also be the dumbest thing to do to try it. Even if you knew, like, put, they, they tell you if you're, if you're testing something, you would put your, the back of your hand on it. Because if electricity hits your muscles, they, they tighten up and your, fit, your hand will clench around it. Yeah, you can't undo it. You'll never let go and you'll just die. Yeah, that's, that's you, why you if, can't let go. If someone's being electrocuted, you're supposed to, like, hit them with a stick or something because yeah. they can't let go. And if you grab onto it, you're going to grab you're, as you're well. Going, you're you going with so, them. so you have to, if, if there's something that could be live, you test it with the back of your hand because it'll, it'll knock you back as opposed to making you grip it. That's really interesting. Yeah. So what he just did was idiocy. There's something kind of similar to that, which is, and they talk about it in a book called Where the Red Fern Grows, where... Oh my God, that fucking book. You can catch a raccoon by just drilling a hole in a log that's about an inch inch in diameter and maybe six inches deep. Oh, I know this one. And then you toenail in from the sides a couple of nails, so they're they're going into the thing from the sides at sort of a steep angle, and just put something shiny in there. And and it'll reach in, no problem, Mm -hmm. grab the shiny thing. And its fist balls up, and it can't pull it back because of the right. nails. And it won't let go. It's a raccoon, and it's not letting go. Yeah. It will sit there like an asshole on the log until you come and shoot it. Right. It will sit there holding on to that piece of, like, the change that you put in the hole, and it can't pull its hand back. Man, the what is it about? Never lets go. They're, what they're, is it about childhood that they make you read these depressing books about animals? Because I mean, that book changed the red, me, dude. The red, where really the red fern me. grows, and Old Yeller, and this wasn't about animals, but uh, Bridge to Terabithia. I'm like, I don't want to deal with death this young. Why? Why do you keep killing the things I love in these books? Don't make me love them and then make them die. And, and, and that's why our healthcare debate nowadays is so screwed up. Because no one wants to talk about death, even old people. Exactly. Like, guess what? You're days away. Get some health insurance. Even old people. I, yeah. I imagine that's part of it. They're like, no, it's one of those things. If I don't, you if don't, I don't think about you don't it, understand. It's not I, I don't want someone to come to my door and talk to me about my death because then it'll never happen. Exactly. <laughs> guess what, baby boomers? You too. <laughs> Coming for you. You know what'll make it last longer? Healthcare. <laughs> just, just gonna put that out there. Not that this will be dated or anything, like five years down the line. But I don't care if it's dated. I did. I'm, I'm happy to rant about that, just like I was happy to rant about the moon landing. That's true. It's more bullshit, ignorance, wasting the time of the rest of us who are trying to have a civilization. That's true. Shut up, you douchebag. <laughs> we if, gave you pro wrestling and NASCAR. Go home and turn on the television. If you don't want health care, don't take it. Yeah. <laughs> just die already. I'm sorry, but I said it. <laughs> It's nice that they have these giant. This is like this is like the Hal control room here. There's a, I'm noticing for the first time just how many zooms there are in this movie. Yeah, how often he zooms in to to magnify something. Oh, crane shop. Now, of course, in this, the kid actually gets blown off the fence, doesn't he? Yep. Doesn't he get zorched? Oh yeah, and still doesn't die. <laughs> 
My God. But again, wouldn't it uh, be and again to a bird landing on a power line? Well, a, a, bird is landing, a bird on a power line is fine as long as he doesn't touch the right. pole. Right. He well, wouldn't uh, have been... He Tim, wouldn't have been Tim, ro- Timmy was, to- he was not grounded at all. He was part of the wire. Yeah, he was he, on two, but he was on two wires. I think maybe that yeah, was it. Yeah, he would have been be he would have been toast as well because it wouldn't have blown him off. He would have clenched his hands yeah. and just yeah become it, a smoldering he, corpse. He might he might have charcoaled his fingers until they couldn't you know until they yeah. snapped. But puppet puppet, look out puppet! It's it's <laughs> a good. Have you guys seen the video? It's a good on thing YouTube? he was he was kind enough to wait. Have you guys yeah. seen until, the video on YouTube of shots from Jurassic Park where, oh, where yeah. dinosaurs come into frame <laughs> and they just they, over, they basically just dubbed over they and go, say, hey hey yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> nice video. and that one that, that dinosaur was like hey oh here we go here's, here's one of the things that only happens in a movie yes because arms will be disembodied in a place where they will drop onto you like a real arm but okay fine we what a genius it. comedy idea it was a Jaws moment dinosaur saying yeah. hey yeah. <laughs> hey Hey, hey! I do like the. I mean, at least it's good. It's it's appropriate dialogue writing that you know the thing came at her and she her response was to say, "God damn!" I mean, I think that's what I'd say too if I was holding back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> crying. Yeah, like we need a subtitle to say crying. I, I I got that intuitively. I'm pretty sure I saw that in her behavior. Yeah, man, yeah. Spielberg loves him. I thought bugs. she was just laughing. She was he overcome likes by these laughter. Spotlight effects, like wow. a lot. He still hasn't been eaten yet. That yeah. didn't happen yet. Yeah, well, no. where is that light coming from? Yeah. Like you see the light in the frame; it's just <laughs> yeah. sitting there. It's like it's like he's by the projection booth. Yeah, exactly. So oh, here we go. Going on? This is what we call a callback. Yep. This gun is so cool; it unfolds from like a, a Q-tip. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty badass. It's like it's and like the, it's like the pulse rifle it. from Aliens. He doesn't. He really doesn't do that much. He does that, and then one more thing. Yeah, and then he's ready. It's just the stock. He's, but in, it's one of those he's unfolding things. the stock. Yeah. It is it it is a thing where you're like that's like a transformer man <laughs> <laughs> or an Uzi. Here we go. So a nice hey. a nice shot. Hey. Now of course the, now of course the, the Velociraptor's oh. only tactical. I like how it's face. eating his head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see that with cats too, where they're 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 so well, yeah, they're you, gonna eat it. You want to stop moving as soon uh-huh. as possible, so you go for the head. The um. We, I, we're I just conditioned it. to think that the head is full of oogie stuff you don't want to eat. Right. Cats don't have that problem. <laughs> but the tasty um, part. I like. To, I want to eat the stuff that's in the thorax and maybe some of the leg. I, I like that part. Of the snake. I watched this movie for ten years and never noticed there was a velociraptor right next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought Spielberg was just like, I got a snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, the velociraptor who was hunting him is just sitting there watching. Yeah, being like, my turn next. The one, the one problem that the I'm the, eat the kid, the, <laughs> the coup de gras velociraptor is is you know the, the, that's where the hello joke comes from is the fact that it goes hello, it literally reveals itself. It's right. like I think it would just attack. I think right. it would just okay. I've got you. Yeah. It doesn't like go. You're fucked. I mean, that's not really right. yeah, their behavior. Have the last line. Yeah, yeah. you're screwed. Hey. Hi. You want to say something clever before I eat you? Yeah. Go ahead. This is your chance to get that pithy line out. But of course, it's a, it's, mo- it's a movie and it's a good line. It's a damn good line that clever everyone girl remembers. Clever girl dead. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, you need to understand yeah. that. Dude, I just forgot the third grade. All yeah. right. <laughs> I almost... See, Paris Lofless, I saw bad. death. Yeah. You have to understand. I have seen more yeah. than your mortal eyes <laughs> will ever know. My heart stops. Yeah. yeah. So that's not funny. I was at the pearly gates. They opened for me. Shouldn't have this gotten kind of nasty by now? Yeah, I think it's been all night. It's been out for a while. Hey, thank I mean, you. cake won't, but thank you, Laura Dern, for that shot. Yeah, she directed that shot for you. <laughs> I just thank her for. She's like, just stick it right up my ass. I'm just, I'm just thanking her for keeping in shape so we can mm-hmm. enjoy it. 
That's one of those things, you know, Spielberg's looking at the lens like, oh, how about here? Let's shoot it from yeah. here. Okay, go, Laura. She won't know what I just did till the premiere. Yeah. <laughs> this will be great. She turns around to Rose, you son of a bitch. <laughs> this, is, this is a fun moment with the jello. The silhouette. Yeah. As she, she starts to freak out, the jello yeah. shakes a lot more. <laughs> yeah, this is good, too. So here we are in the – this is the, the quote-unquote kitchen sequence, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which is uh, – I think you can find it on YouTube because it's a special feature. Is This was all it's – not, it's not an attempt to actually do the scene, but it's all pre-choreographed in stop motion at Tippett Studio. Right. Where they actually did it with little Ken Barbie dolls and, and uh, velociraptors. And that was just to get a sense of the animation and how the scene might progress and what sort of shots. Yeah, it's previs. And, and previs at the time, computer graphics was not the way you want to do previs because that took longer than doing a movie itself. Um, we did some very early ex- attempts to do previs on Troopers, which is like two years later. But, um, yeah, the best, fastest, best way to do good previs was to build a little kitchen and get a little stop-mo dolls and have Phil do it for you. So so you can actually see the sequence was virtually unchanged mm-hmm. from the way it was originally I like I like the, uh, the animation on the eye. It squinches its eye like, I know you're in there. Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm showing humanoid behavior even though lizards don't do this. Exactly. Oh, and then he figured out the doors. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. He's, doing, he's doing everything but knock. Hello. Exactly. Hello. But I give it that. I, I've I've had cats who figured out. Yeah, how to they, use doors. the yeah. fact that you know, the, I'm okay with the idea that this, these things are smart enough that they're going. Okay, I get it. All right, mm-hmm. I see how it works. Yeah, I do this. This happens. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, cool, guys. You just push on it. Sweet. Come on. And it is. It's a really well. It's a well. well it's a it's well now, laid out sequence. And it's one. It's one of those things where there are definitely shots where it's like this is going to work, right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Like the bit, the the crane down where he's uh, he's tweaking with the ladle, and then it yeah. It the reflection shot up really fast. The reflection shot still gets me every time. Where I kind of go, "What the hell just happened?" And then you kind of figure it out in retrospect. Mm-hmm. That's a very tippet move. The, mm-hmm. the 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 one the one going bad blood blood too close dude back mm-hmm. off we we did that and we did that in Starship Troopers as well where the the bugs, one animal pisses off another yeah the bug's gonna go hey too close you know it's just, it's a behavioral thing it's just a it's a it's a nice note you can put in mm-hmm. that says you know these things have a life they don't even necessarily like each other all time all the time yeah they don't exist solely to eat you yeah or to they're gonna they're serve gonna do the, it, or to serve but, the animators needs in the shot yeah now here's where the few one of the few times. There's a couple of isolated shots where, you know, a guy with raptor boots is running in front of the camera, less successful than any of the other rubber dinosaur shots. Right. Um, it's very hard to do those correctly, and I, I usually counsel to never do them. Right. Well, the shot, the shot earlier in the, uh, the – where, where Laura Dern was, was turning – was being chased by the velociraptor. There's a scene where she runs down, and then it drops down in front of the camera and goes after her, and I, yeah. that one didn't work so well. Yeah, and, and we're going to see the same booty shot coming up. And the wrong kind of booty shot. We had a Laura Dern booty shot earlier, <laughs> but booty with T-I-E <laughs> coming up. And it just uh, it's 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 hard to do those correctly, as as we'll see the, the evidence very says soon. Here we go. Purring. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that's interesting. This Purr. this shot is the one where it's like so much motion and so much like. Please tell me this yeah. computer thing is going to work because this is, this is otherwise the, we're in bad trouble. The nascent tracking department said, "Wait, we have to do what? We're going all the way around the counter? What? No way! We can't do that." Notice how that they've basically built a set that's made of a lot of cubes to, right. make, to make motion tracking a little <laughs> simpler for everybody. 
So yeah, when I when I see the sequence, I, there we go. Eh, just yeah. the weight is not there, and the bouncy rubber is yeah. not there. But um, when I see the sequence, I just see Phil because I just see Phil's creature animation theory just all informing the sequence. Like what? Just the just, yeah, just the little behavioral touches and the just the the nuances of how they operate. Um, you know, like I said, the, the barking at each other is certainly one of the most obvious ones. There's those damn rubber feet again. Uh-huh. <coughs> Boy, he does just yeah. drop them in front of the camera, and it's like, don't it's, do that. You know, it's it's like I said, I, having having I've never had to wear the feet to be the guy with the feet in the shot, but I've been involved in that stuff. I, you know, it's just it's hard, and it's hard to do well. And I I say <laughs> I, I say avoid it. I forgot about that shot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's just shrieking yeah. across the room. Her arms are 90 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Scared to death, but still in there swinging. You got to allow her. Now, in the book, I remember the sequence is largely the same, except it was pitch black, and he had the night goggles, the night vision goggles. Yeah. They, they also... They, oh, I, that's I, a cool scene. Why didn't they yeah. do that? As I recall... They, they get away with more shit that way, too. I think there was, a, there was also some kind of weird scene in the embryo room where they were, like, rolling things to distract the, the raptors or something like that. That was in the second one. Was it? No, I think it was in the first one. Yeah, it was. Because I remember injected, I rem- they injected an egg with some sort of shit. That right, would- right, 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 right. Because I remember reading that. Yeah, because the raptors eat hey. the raptors eat other <laughs> dinosaur eggs, so they injected it to try and kill the raptor or something like that. I, re- I remember rereading the book and going, "Oh, they totally should have used this in the movie. They should use this in the sequel. They didn't use it, so if they make another one, they yeah. should use this." This little touch, by the way, is a reverse callback again to Westworld, and it's got the same mistake in it that they did in Westworld. In Westworld, the scientists who are supposed to be controlling the complex, when the when the computer goes bananas and all the robots start actually killing the patrons. Um, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, here's Timmy, the ba- here's the bad unit. Stop looking at the computer and give the gun to the adults. Please <laughs> yeah, put the gun down. And here's Unix, which is like, what what planet? This is Unix. I don't know, but uh, Unix. Yeah, exactly. U- Unix it's a Unix system with the cubes and all. Yeah, which apparently is Sim City, and forget that. <laughs> but the um, in the Westworld, the big plot point in Westworld was the scientists who would take control of this of it and shut down the killer robots um, can't because the locks in their control room, when the computer goes down, the power goes off. The locks are locked uh, closed, and they can't unlock them, which is about the worst possible door lock design you could imagine. Right. Like, so if the power goes out, we're trapped in here, and there's no way to open the doors. And this is the same bad idea in reverse where it's like, so if the power goes out, we can't lock the door. That's mm-hmm. what you're saying. You're saying that the door lock only runs on electrical power. Where else in human history do we do that? Like, yes, I like to lock my house, but I show up the power doesn't go out while I'm home. But I'm not home because then the doors will all open. Cars do that. Power, power locks. Uh, we, do we, they? We, we once, we once um, I was... With uh, my family, we we tried to start the car and like the battery exploded or something like so. So, <laughs> all, the, so all the power went out, and we're sitting in there because the door the door automatically locks when you turn on the car. So it went on, and the battery burst, and the power went out. And so we were locked in the car, and we're like, "Oh my god, what are we gonna do?" And it was actually my youngest brother who was like, Wait, "We lift, can just go lift, click. You lift up the thing. <laughs> we, can, we can physically lift it <laughs> this is and get out of the car." Yeah. And he was like. There's, Four or five at the time. He's like, uh, I least, don't know what your problem is. There's people. at least one actual 911 call about a woman who's trapped inside of her car because the power's out. And right. She calls 911 <laughs> I to, remember, to yeah. get out. Um, another, another nicely, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's right up there with being trapped on an escalator. The, mm-hmm. Oh, how are we going to get down? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> this is, but this, another well designed action sequence. Yeah, this is nice. Nicely done. It, there's a nice little bit where you see all the DNA code on his face right yeah, here. Yeah, that's the, sweet. That's, that seems like a waste of money to put that all in the, uh, to, to make the ceiling 
like imprinted with uh, letters that can shine through <laughs> no, from the light up there. Isn't he in front of one of the projectors? Isn't that oh, the, maybe. Isn't that the, the, the movie room? Maybe. Um, this is, this is a, was a big deal. Because digital face replacement, right? Right, right. Hey! Oh. There it is. Yeah. That's a stunt girl. It's a stunt girl. And, and clearly, she, when, she looked, looked the when she looked up, it clearly wasn't her. And they did a quick little digital face replacement. Yep. Very, very groundbreaking for its time. <laughs> and, you know, good for them. And well they done. Did, they did only because they had to, because yep. it just happened to happen. Exactly. It, yeah. Now it'd be like, no, you know, we can just have we, we can have we can have anyone run through, and we'll turn it into Angelina Jolie. Exactly. We'll it, it'll only it's cost a, ten million dollars. And it still never looks. It, yeah. it, it hasn't really come very far. It looks about like that now. Still. Yeah. <laughs> well, I shouldn't say that Benjamin Button, but still. Yeah. Oh, that's got to hurt. Oh, that's got to hurt. Well, not for her. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Why ever not? Well, we'll tell you later. (laughs) We'll tell you when you're older, (laughs) Trey. No, I think you guys need to get out more. What's going on? We'll talk about anatomy later if the parts you haven't seen yet. But the the physical type makes me like, you know, I... I would almost swear that's probably got to be Zoe Bell doubling uh-huh. for him because it, Zoe Bell is just always that character. You know, she's the she's Uma Thurman's double in Kill Bill, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe Zoe was too young to be in this movie. Maybe she may not have been around. Maybe she was still in grade school in Australia or New Zealand or wherever she's from. I would believe it, but because she looks just like that. She's just, but that's definitely her type. Yeah. Nowadays, if they made this movie now, they'd be calling Zoe. Yeah. This is a very fun scene, except for it's a little bit of a T-Rex ex machina. It's like, wait, where is he coming right. from to suddenly be in this room that they didn't notice he was there before? Right, exactly. Don't you mean Deus Rex Machina? That's what I meant. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Nicely done, thank you. With the pickup. And hey, we didn't notice it was a gigantic hey! T-Rex two although, feet behind him. Although, although what he said is technically grammatically correct, yeah. the pun is better the way you <laughs> yes. said it. <laughs> God King Machine? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that was just a series of nouns, is what you yeah. just said. <laughs> but it's a fun sequence, there's no denying. Yeah. And it's good. It's what you it's it's what you want to see. You're like, I want that T Rex coming back. Yeah. Now, something I hadn't noticed until recently watching this movie is that it's really well plotted and then you get to the end and it's over. Right. What? Wait, what? Huh? And that's good. bird credits. That's the problem. And that's that's, uh, that's what most movies should do and don't. The fly is like that, too. All right. Go ahead. Here it it is. Yeah, there you go. It's just so tippity, that shot. It's just a tippity shot. The wagging tail. And it's a Harryhausen reference as well. You never see InGen, but it comes up a lot in the book. Yeah, It's the book. In the book, it's the name of the thing, but they never mention it here. Yeah, it's the name of the company that is behind uh, all of this. And you, you hear about InGen a lot more in number in two. In Lost World, yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful place to have your helicopter landing pad, he's, I gotta He's say. Uh, dead by now, by the way. He's eaten by compies, uh, the Richard Attenborough, who we don't see. He goes for a walk, and he trips and breaks his leg or hip or something. Yeah. Copies come and just start nibbling at him until he's dead. Yeah, because apparently in, in they the, have venom in them. In the, and, uh, in the book, you mean? The original yeah, book? Yeah. yeah. And then we see, and then since they didn't do it here, they have some other guy get eaten by copies in number two. Get eaten by Well, copies. she does at the beginning, but then another guy... She doesn't like, get, no, she doesn't get eaten. They, they say later she's fine. Another, another guy uh, like tases a copy, and then he's, yeah. he's overrun right. Oh, yeah, by that's, uh, that's uh, Russian Pro Space Comps Station. That guy. Procompsignathus. Procompsignathus. Nathus. Are you sure it's not Thids? Yes. Well, thids if it's plural. 
is in singular yeah, is percomsic nathids is what is I is when there's more than one okay, that will cool. be plural I guess like day of the triffids really so sing See, look, so one I like is triffus I don't think that well anyway. Someone will correct one of us. It, it, <laughs> if they're called, it, if it's, it's, it, it's means it's, it's thing, it means things That's of that type. Uh-huh. So, a, a singular one would be a thus. Hey, look. They couldn't afford the Tranodons this time. They brought yeah, them in. Yeah, so just get some pelicans. Although, you know, it's like when you see pelicans, that's when you see the pteranodon connection because they're basically pteranodons yeah. with, with feathers. They just they have the same exact they have the same exact body type. If you go to Google and type in "define procomsignathus," it says uh, "server error." Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. you can't make me. Does not compute. <laughs> Does not compute. And into the in, sunset. literally into the sunset they go, and into movie history, and, mm-hmm. and not, not addressing that in the book, they basically nuke the island. Yeah, and and beating the last action hero See, at the box we office didn't have an terribly. Here. This movie doesn't have an ending. Yeah, it does have an ending. Fuck out. Doesn't have an ending. But that's it. It's like go 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 go. Did we go? We're gone. Good. Yeah. Credits. Well, and then number three was even that, more. If only like, more movies learned from that example. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you know, like the last thirty we, minutes of speed. What else could they do? <laughs> well, you know, in the book they bomb the place or they they, they torch it. In yeah, this well, case, it's like get the fuck out, get the fuck out. We got we got. Yeah. The, well, in right. the well, book, that's what the story is about. Well, it's the, about them escaping. In, so the, in, in the in the book, they also killed off. You know, Crichton right. killed off. In the, you know, in the movie, they're like, the, "Oh, we're going to be the, making more of these." The, in the book, the, there's an epilogue where they're well, yes, all at the, a the hotel, story, being like, "They bombed it, right?" I. In the good. story of the no. movie, the plot that is running and trying to escape doesn't even happen to like halfway through the second third of the movie. But what's so the first? So what's the, the overarching plot that's not resolved? The first half of the movie is here's an island, right. There's still an island. In the second <laughs> it, does, it doesn't become a zombie horror island. movie until the end of the movie. Where it's mm-hmm. like, and then we kind of just got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. In fact, it doesn't even happen until the raptors bust out. Like, until then, it's just, hey, what's the movie about? Well, we haven't thought about that. It's, it's kind of about seeing this movie. No, it's about Sam Neill learning to like children. <laughs> Basically. That's what this movie's about. It kind of oh, comes out of nowhere and says, now, they're, now all they need to do is get off the island and everything will be okay. And science learning its goddamn place. <laughs> they totally oh, drop all of that stuff. There is uh-huh. one element in the end of the book that isn't here that I liked and wish they had done was at the very, very end, they talk about some, like the feeding patterns that suddenly appear in like the Costa Rica area where uh-huh. cattle and everything are dying and it's like this feeding pattern that's gradually making its way up the, up the right. South America uh, up to North America and they're all- the implication is that somehow Something the raptors got to the, got to the mainland and now they're working their way up to the United right. States. Dinosaur Supervisor Phil Tippett Yay. represent... All right. Now, I thought what an element yeah. for yeah, sequel that they never... And, and that was, yeah. we just saw the four names who won the Oscar for this movie. Right. It was Phil, Len Terry, Murin, and, and uh, Winston. All well deserved for their and, parts of and, it, and uh, you know, and and I just I always want to correct it because a lot of people say, well, they either think Phil was working for ILM, which he hadn't been working for them for a decade or more, um, or that you know Phil they just don't mention Phil and say ILM did the dinosaurs. And I always got to give a shout out to my homies and go, no, Phil animated those dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Represent ILM had the big render farm that could put like nice skin on them and you know and give them that motion but, blur, but very nearly broke them yeah. nonetheless. I'm sure exactly, but um, but the animation Tibbet Studio, thank you very much. And and that was uh, you know that was Phil Phil thought his career would be over, and in fact it launched him into his whole new direction of CGI. Um, and then the year or two after, when I was looking for a job and he was opening up a new facility and saying, okay, we're going to do an all CGI movie. It's based on Starship Troopers. Um, you want to come be the animation supervisor? I was like, yeah, I'll do that. That sounds great. And because uh, I was actually one of the first people to ever show Phil how an input device worked, because we did Robocop two. 
And Robocop 2 we did with an input device, a very proto-input device for the animated head. And uh, he and uh, Craig Hayes, who still is, is one of his main guys, or, or I, think, I think he's taking some time off now, but uh, Craig was one of his main guys for decades. Um, they came down to DeGraff Warman and we showed them how this crazy – here's how you manipulate a computer graphic image with an actual physical input device. And uh, we did it for Robocop and that's why they called me – Ian, I happened to happen to run into Craig Hayes at SIGGRAPH, and uh, he said, oh, input, yeah, you should check out this Starship Troopers thing we're going to do. And that's how I ended up getting that gig. So, so Troopers was the next step of Phil going, okay, now I'll be the computer graphic company myself. No more of this farming it out to douchebags in Marin County. We'll do a whole movie ourselves instead. Cool. Worked out okay. Brian, movie still hold up? Yeah, always. I love it. Do you have any problems with it? Like I said, with the theme and the you know the overall statements, but we, we were over that. Yeah, science we bad. Yeah, science bad. No, science very, yeah. very, very good. How about that helicopter you came in? Worked pretty good. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Well, that, I think aerodynamics. I, I would say that the the implication is There's not right is not that science is bad. It's that science. Tippet Craig. Science is completely Adam neutral. Valdez. Science is essentially unintelligent. Bart like it'll give Gary. you the information, but it doesn't tell you what to do with it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. science is neither good or bad. It's more of a it's, semantic it's, issue because science is neither good. Exactly, yeah. science is neither good or bad. It depends on whose hands. Sound it's designed yeah. by but Gary Rydstrom. Gary Rydstrom. All right, Gary Rydstrom. Woo! <laughs> but the people behind it, whether they have good ambition or bad ambition, the, the scientists with ambition give us what we have. Right. They gave us yeah. the helicopter and this yeah. computer and these microphones and everything. Other, everything right. I don't want right. to come out like an NRA guy, but you know, a gun is a paperweight until someone picks it up, and then right. the shit starts to right. happen. So, you know, science is the same. Yep. Now, you know, the the idea that yes, you can do things wrong. Look at all those puppeteers. Yeah, see, and I've met several of these people. Let's see, and you'll see our friend Greg Mannion will be in there somewhere. Was that Crash McCreary? Crash was McCreary. A puppeteer? Crash McCreary also because everyone was a knows him as a design guy. Yeah, well, well, well. The way the way it works in Rubber World is, you know, if if you're, if you're <laughs> super Mac technology yeah, people, if you're right there, if you're high enough on the ladder, and electric image. If you're high enough on the ladder, then they give you a job on the set because that way you get the free lunch and the SAG card. So, so a lot of people who aren't puppeteers are in SAG as puppeteers because that was their perk. For for sculpting oh. back at the shop, um, I don't know Crash personally myself. I don't know about his puppetry skills, but I know a lot of people who are machinists who have SAG uh-huh. cards as puppeteers because they that's how they you know that was the, that was instead of a raise they go well we'll make you a puppeteer and then you will get residuals and shit. So <laughs> all right then, it's a, it's a I can make it go whack whack whack. Awesome. Did this movie knock you on your ass when you first saw it, or is it like, hey, movie? I, it was by the, again. I was you know out of the, out of the country, and by the time I got back, it, it already sort of left theaters and it, it come and gone. And I finally, I actually believe I saw it on a laser disc. Is how I actually first experienced the movie. That's the way to see it. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the real the, way. That's, that's the right way to intended. See it. Um, and, so and you I, could stop it every twenty minutes. And but you know, the, the whole sort of like it's you must see, you must go see it right now, this instant. I missed that. I was in Korea. We didn't have it. You know, it wasn't there for that. Um, so and and I, and I get, I'm sure part of it was well they didn't freaking hire me so what do I, I don't care about this freaking movie you know not like we had a shot I think the meeting was a courtesy you know <laughs> between us and Stan Winston fuck yeah, him I can't have been that good I would have gone with Stan Winston as well but uh, you know <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know Phil yet other than that brief acquaintance we'd had three years earlier on Robocop too so I was like well it's all right you know it's good stuff you know so at the time not so blown away um, it was having been someone who was in on the ground floor of both rubber creature technology in you know decades before that. And one of the very first people to do computer graphics for movies. I was probably deducting points because I didn't get to do the movie. 
Mm-hmm. I really think I was. So I was like, eh, I could have done better than that. <laughs> so, you know, now that now it's like, well, all right, I've done other things since. I've done Troopers and other movies. And, you know, I, I have reasons to, like, be, feel okay about myself now. Um, <laughs> you know, now it's like, yeah, good work, guys. Now my father will love me. Exactly. I have nothing to prove now. I've, <laughs> uh, you know, now it's like, yeah, yeah, good movie. Good movie. Yeah. This movie holds up for me tremendously as well. Yeah. However, I was experiencing a little bit of boredom. Hey, look at that. Oh. The, it, right there on the menu. Phil Tippett, Animatic, Raptors in the Kitchen. Yep. Check it out. Occasion- occasionally, I'll be watching out. a movie. And even with the sound off, you get kind of sucked into it. And this, mm-hmm. this isn't that movie for me, and it's sort of odd. That's true. I found I found it was doing that for me. I was getting sucked back into with even with the sound off. The movie was sucking you. <laughs> sucking me into. Obvious. Anyway, I enjoyed the movie uh, too, but nobody yes, asked. Yes, Mike. So <laughs> we can just wrap it up. No I one guess. cares what you think, Michael. <laughs> Michael, did you like the movie? Yes. Okay. I bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to Down in Front. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Until yeah. next time, my name is T. Christie, and I'm Brian. My Scott. Bye. <laughs> I see how it is. <laughs> and trade music stuff. Bye, Michael. Until next time, you can find us at downinfront.net or at Twitter slash downinfront. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. friendsinyourhead.com